Boys, boys, I'm sitting in my outhouse. I'm looking up. It's a sunny day. I press the old check to see if there's a new podcast button. Still nothing. I'm looking at it. It says 1M. That means one month since you've done one. And then the one before that saying 3M. That means at some point during the summer, you guys are kind of getting sick of this. And then you're like, ah, well, why don't we just go drink beer and do something else instead of make a broadcast? No, 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 no. There's nothing to do up here, buddy. I'm sitting on my outhouse. First thing I do is I'm checking to see if you guys are yakking about video games. I mean, what does that tell you? You've got an audience here you got to feed, man. I'm sorry. Even if you don't want to make any more podcasts, you got to. Just, even if you just, like, if you all just go, hey, we played Pac-Man. Have a good one. See you later. Anyways, i got to finish this shit. Talk to you later. Welcome to episode 25 of the Coin Rejects podcast, a podcast where we talk about outhouses and video games and, and boys. Yeah, and out, outhouse is just like a toilet video game cabinet, right? Yeah. Like that's the game. Shitting. Shitting outhouse, the game. Outhouse cabaret. That's yeah. like getting inside the video game. Yeah, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, you could make a video game into an outhouse, maybe. I'm sitting here yeah. with my fellow rejects. I'm Jordan. Ian. I'm Brandon. Woo! We're back. You can find us on Twitter. At twitter.com slash coinrejects, instagram.com slash coinrejects on Instagram. Uh, email coinrejects at gmail.com. Voicemail 503 766 2263. And as you may have just heard, we had a voicemail. Amazing. Yeah. I don't remember what he said. <laughs> Here we are. Something about playing Pac Man. Yep. We know. can do that. And yeah. We play Pac Man. I guess that's it. It's been one M since I've seen you guys. So. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's been longer than that. I think that guy is like in an igloo or something. He, he gives me a up north vibe. <laughs> but maybe not. He sent us another voicemail too. Should we play that one? Yeah, let's hear that. <laughs> maybe, then we'll learn more about him. Boys, don't give up. Okay, I know it's taken some time here, but let's get back on that horse. Okay? Like, we've got stuff progressing over here. I got a... Chinese copy of a Namco Noir with a Chinese copy of a JAMA 3 in it. I mean, right? And so I've, I've already upgraded. I ordered a Elf 619 and 1. Things are progressing. Just got to change all the controls and that's a go. Uh, but the show. Where's the show? Come on, you had eight listeners plus me. That's nine plus your parents. I mean, that's a lot of people. Someone's got to be calling except me, right? All right. So just gather around the six-pack and talk about the games. Maybe Sunset Riders instead of Rolling Thunder, right? That could be a discussion topic. Okay, boys, have a good one. Man, I'm never telling my parents I do a podcast. I, <laughs> I want them to be proud of me. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, my parents have much more faith in me than this, so yeah, that's not going to happen. We'll stick with just the eight listeners. <laughs> yeah. Nine. Ca- good, nine, nine counting him. That's right, that's right. <laughs> well, maybe you'll give up. <laughs> Maybe it is just him calling. Could be. So let's wish him good luck with his bar top. It sounds like he's progressing. Yeah. What's a Namco Noir? I don't yeah. know that. That's the. Uh, I think that's the. Uh, that is a thing. Yeah. Uh huh. It's the black name. The black. Yeah. Noir is black. So what is that? Like Black Pac-Man or something? Nah, it's so racist. No, I not <laughs> not like he's got gold chains. I'm saying like a, you know like he's instead of yellow, he's black or something. On the yellow maze, maybe. <laughs> On the yellow. I don't oh know. God, it's been a while, hasn't it? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Bit rusty. 
<laughs> I don't know. People get fired for saying that shit now. Uh, too bad we don't have jobs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what's been going on, guys? It's been a good summer, right? Yeah, it's been all right. Yeah, I think so. Took took a, took a little time off from recording, but we're back now. Not time off from video games, though. No. We're never. Plenty of arcade game stuff. Lots to talk about. Jordan and I took a trip. Yes, we did. All the way... To Eagle, Idaho. Eagle, Idaho. The shrine of classic video games. One of the shrines out there. So this was in early October... And we went down. We flew there because you drove last time. Is that right? I did drive. I and did it drive. was like a six-hour-ish Yeah, drive. it takes like yeah. six hours. So, you know, that's 12 hours of driving where you could you could be playing video games instead. So Is that hard driving or race driving? It was hard driving. <laughs> yes, well, man. geez, man. It's just yeah. like a six-hour-long driving video game, right? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was uh, – was that the one where we – had the pop tire and all that? No, that wasn't for Grinkfest. That was just something else. No, I think that drive was like uneventful. Um, but anyhow, the plane is much better. It takes like an hour. And then when you come back, it takes like minus an hour or something because of the time change. But I, is Idaho in another time zone? Is that mountain time? Yeah, they're yep, in another time zone. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah, Spud yeah, time. Yeah, just <laughs> over there. So yeah, you come back and it's only like a half hour later than when you left. Fuck. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Goddamn time warp in more than one way. <laughs> but it was a good time. Grinkfest, if uh, you guys don't know what we're talking about, at uh, Grinker's Arcade in Eagle, Idaho. Grinker's Grand Palace. Grinker's right? Grand Palace. You're Thank wearing you. the shirt. I am wearing the shirt. I was looking for a clean shirt this morning. I found this one. And I thought, yeah, I kind of like that one. So uh, this year, the, the, the art was pretty awesome, which um, what Andrew34K is the man who does that. I uh, hope I got his name right. But um, he used the arcade from War Games because that's what it's named after, the Grand Palace Arcade. So he just, like, copied that sign and uh, made it say Grinkers. And then they actually made a real sign, like a miniature sign that would be a replica of the one in War Games that would be the Grand Palace. And they made it Grinkers Grand Palace and uh, gave it to Idaho Farmer. And uh, it was cool. How did they know which Idaho Farmer to give it to? Idaho Farmer is um, Steve, the the owner of Grinkers. So from KLOV, that's his handle, <laughs> Idaho Farmer. If you ever wondered, yeah, I don't I don't know if there was any other farmers there. I couldn't I couldn't tell. Hard to say. I mean, and yeah. I've never seen his farm. I've seen, you know, various <laughs> buildings and such. He just that, farms arcade games that he owns. But I I, I never. I don't remember any dirt under his fingernails either, but I didn't look that close. So this was my first time going to the arcade. You'd been there a couple times before, and this place is pretty cool. There's lots of games that you wouldn't normally see in an arcade, especially an arcade like Ground Control or another barcade that is trying to pull in people, especially people of a younger generation where they might want... Turtles games or X Men games Sunset or Sunset Riders, yeah, Sunset, Sunset Riders, Bar Tops, Killer Queens, Rolling Thunder. Um, it seems like he caters pretty much to himself, and if everybody else likes it, then so be it. So he's got lots of black and white games, lots of obscure raster games that you don't see many places. Do they have turtles? No, no, <laughs> there are no turtles. <laughs> oh shit, man! They do have a stunt cycle though. I'm out. Yeah, they do have... Does it have a bezel? They do have Rampart. Is that like Turtles? <laughs> Three people get to play. 
They had, uh, yeah, Rampart has R- his Ramparts. three players. Ramparts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a three-player game. Oh, yeah. I can't think of any real four-player. Does, does it take your money and not let you play a game? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's ripoff. Coming nice. soon. Yeah. But they had uh, Omega Race Cockpit, which was really cool. Oh, sweet. The EDOT Environmental Disciptron. The cockpit of Missile Command, which, of course, you, you haven't played Missile Command until you played it in the cockpit. I mean, come on. I heard it's worse. I didn't actually play it. No. <laughs> I did You've play never it. played Missile Command. <laughs> no, I never. Have never. I did play it. It's, it seemed a little more difficult, just the ergonomics of the whole thing. But it's oh. very cool. Also has iRobot there. Yep, played that. Dragon's Lair Space Ace. I think those are the only two laser games. Was is that, is that right? I, I don't think I saw any other ones. I didn't even see those ones. They were there. Was there an emission charge? Like, what's the event like? The what event is it's free. is free. You can give them more money, and it'll give you T-shirts and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's free. Just come on down, and then he's basically just, like, giving you stuff. You know, like, beers are a dollar. Sandwiches are, like, a dollar. I don't know. My tab for, like, four days was, like, 30 bucks or something. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. You get um, – everybody has a name tag and a number, and so – as you're there for the weekend, it's kind of like your tab. You're, it's like, give me a root beer, give me a beer. And they're like, what, what's your number? Give me your number. And so you just keep doing that all weekend. At the end of the weekend, you say, okay, I'm number 47. I need to settle up. Jordan, what's your numbers next nice. time? I don't know. I just used, um, I, used <laughs> I just uh, asked Dave from Buffalo, hey, what's your number, man? And I, yeah. Yeah. I, I just give him used, a pat on the back. Yeah. <laughs> I just use his number all weekend. I'm like, yep, yeah, yeah, 46. It's good to go. Uh, this so, guy. So are the games set on quarter play or free play, or what's the deal with that? They are quarter play. You do have to drop quarters, so I just save my quarters up throughout the year and then have a big pile of quarters and give them to Grinkers. Nice. Yep, so it's not like Quarter World where you have to have a cover to get in, and it's not like a pay by, you know, it will pay for an hour and and do free play. It's, you know, just come in, drop quarters, and I think everything was... 25 cents. I don't think I saw any 50 cent games there. I don't remember any Man, 50 cent. Not even Dragon's Lair? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. That's no. not a classic arcade. Maybe the pinballs. There was a, there's realistic. a few pinballs there and they may, they, they might have been 50 cents. I don't I don't even think those are. Yeah. But he also had a new game that he just got which was the Fire Escape. Oh, oh man, that game is so cool. Which was very cool. Very cool. And this thing was like mint too. It was like looked brand new. Yeah, never yeah, the, never played that one before. I'm going to say it's similar to Ice Cold Beer, but it's the same yeah, the, idea where you're manipulating a steel ball inside the machine. It's like you versus gravity, yep. basically. Yeah. So they're one of the bigger classic arcades. Do you, how many games do they have out on the floor? I think it's close to 300. Damn. Jesus. Yeah, two-something for sure. 260, I don't know. That is a lot of games. Yeah. And then there's also uh, tournaments, right? There were three tournaments going on, yeah. On uh, Saturday, they have a certain amount of time, which is a long time. What do they go on Wasn't for? it Friday and Saturday? Was it? You probably know better. Brian actually did well in one of the tournaments. Yes. Yeah. What did you get? Fifth place in the Bronze Age. Nice. Yeah, so there's a whole tournament for Bronze Age games, which Grinkers has an amazing selection yeah. of, really. So we st- I started playing those. I think the thing that sent me, I was kind of playing in the tournament. I was like, yeah, I'll kind of play maybe, put some game, put some scores up. But then I got the highest, as much as you can get on Stunt Cycle, it was like 27, I think wow. it was. And I was like, all right, I'm going for it. Do you nice. win a free bezel if you get that? <laughs> <laughs> it did have a bezel. I think Brent Castleman has them all. We can just contact that guy and buy in Brent Mino, asshole man. <laughs> yeah, in Mino, North Dakota. You can go find him. Does, get, does get Stunt Cycle 
the stunt cycle just reset, or what does it do? Just stops. Stops. That's yep. it. Mm-hmm. You're you're done, or yep, yep, you're done. You win. So I did that. So that it was that game. It was clowns where you have two clowns that are bouncing <laughs> up and down on a teeter totter. Is and that you're, like trying to catch them? Is that Exidy or yeah. am I thinking of Circus? Exidy is the clowns. Nice. Yep, yeah, where is it's it? uh, rolling it back and forth. Yeah, bouncing them kind of like Breakout. I think there may have been a Midway version of that game too, but I could be wrong. Wasn't there? An, there's an Atari Twenty Six Hundred version, right? Yeah, not Circus. I think probably. Oh. There is a Circus Atari yeah. for 2600 But yeah, it's the you know teeter-totter thing. You're rolling back and forth, and the one clown goes up, the other clown comes down, blah, blah, blah. And then there was Depth Charge, which oh, was yeah. in a very sl- a very slow game. Slow but addicting. Yeah, Once you fun. start playing it, you're like, okay, I can do this. You know, it seems too easy, you know? You're like, well, why can't I kick ass at this? I mean, it goes so freaking slow. It ain't gonna That's how most s- of those black and white games is sneak like, up on me or anything. Such a, such a simple idea that you're like, oh, I could do better the next time. And you just put another quarter in. Yeah, it sucks you right in. Is that a gremlin? Is that a gremlin? I believe so, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's At first, it's like, dang, this thing's so slow. This is ridiculous, but it's pretty cool. And then there was Frogs, which was on another one that I had seen before or seen pictures of and hadn't actually played. Yeah, that was a huge hit last year. I frogs. remember everybody was crazy about Frogs. And uh, one guy, I think he bought one after, you know, being at Grinker's, he had one. A frog? The Slick Nick, I think. <laughs> the Slick Nick who told us he had one. Somebody did. I yeah. think so, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I got my, um, I got two of my games from him, two of my cabarets. Oh, right on. Nice guy. Yeah. Which ones? There. Uh, Tetris and Crazy Climber both came from Slick Nick. Wait, Wait, I got a pole position steering wheel decal from him. Yeah. Cal- good, California good, 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 dude, good if dude. I recall yep. correctly. Shout yeah. out Slick Nick. He, no. had his, he had his own hat with yeah. his name on it. Yep. Nice font. Slick. Was it Slick? Or? With two Ks. S- slick yep. font? Yeah. yeah. Uh, S-L-I-C-K, there's one. N-I-C-K, there's two. <laughs> That's a joke for those of you not on Clove. And there was also Avalanche was another one. Oh, yeah. Nice. And that one's cool. I want that game. And Skydiver, which was one of my favorites I want that out game of that too. challenge. <laughs> because you got to pull the little metal ripcord and yeah. kind of guide your, guide your dude down. And it also has the marquee lights up. And you got if you spell Skydiver, you get twice the score. So oh, everything wow. past that is 2x. Yeah. And yeah, the marquee is a huge part of the game. It's like the, it, mm-hmm. it lights up S, K, Y, D. You know. Oh, man. And when you pull the ripcord, it's, if it's lit, you get like a double X. Yeah. Man, I, yeah. I love how so many black and white games have those extra elements. Like it's not just what's happening on the monitor, but there's extra stuff thrown in. I think that's all really cool. And it's fucking impossible to watch and actually time your game and try to get it, too. Yeah. It's not like... It's pretty, yeah, pretty hard. It's pretty hard. It's it it's very cool. I know there was a thread a lot like not too long ago where somebody was asking if the marquee is ever part of the game, and and I was like, boom, skydiver, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the guys playing in the in the tournament actually got the world record or the arcade record, I think. Yeah, I think those guys are official. Fuck it, they <laughs> take, they, well, take, they are official. I don't know if it was the there is no the high score on that thing or it's all crap. I mean, their 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 world records are good because you have to do them live. You know, yeah. Uh, Fuck it, do it live. Do it live. It's not some doctored up tape. You know, who cares? Some bullshit score. Some guy from, has to watch it to submit know, it. Nineteen eighty-two. Some fucking coked out doofus working in an arcade you know probably tell you anything give him like you know 10 bucks call up that twin galaxies and tell him i got 358 billion and 
201 on Robotron. Leave it on the answer machine for me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, new world record. (laughs) What else? They had uh, two other tracks, right? Two other tournaments? Two other tournaments. There was the main tournament, and then there was also a love it, hate it tournament, which was games that you either love to hate or hate to love. I don't know. What about, where does Zaxxon fall? I mean, love love to hate, I think. Zaxxon wasn't, I don't think it was part of it, was it? Was it in the love-hate tournament? I don't don't think it was. Oh, but Congo Bongo was, which is like Zaxxon's shittier brother. (laughs) I I like Congo Bongo. No. (laughs) Zaxxon's shittier brother. (laughs) It's like the same thing. Was there a Zaxxon there? There probably was. I don't think there was. There might not have been, but yeah. And I, I guess I should say, you know, Northwest represent, Matt Hall won the tournament again. Uh, he's one of our pals from around here and actually stayed in the house with us and uh, won the main one. And he didn't do the black and white one as well, did he? No. No. That's why some of us stood a chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and John McAllister got second in the, uh, he's Seattle area and he, uh, he, he couldn't, he couldn't stand around and bear to hear his name with second place or something. So he ran away for the oh, award God. ceremony. He wasn't there. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He could have got cool prizes. Yeah. That one a bit, Kit. I got a nice. I yeah. got a cliffhanger poster. Oh yeah, that oh, that's was, cool. That was my prize. That can I, I pick could it you, up. Do you can want I have a it? cabinet to put it on? I don't. <laughs> the poster put on put the, just laminate it and put it on there. <laughs> <laughs> frame it and then nail the frame to the cab. But that was another thing we did is we took the all you can arcade oh, yeah. art and that was given yeah. away as the the GAC prize. Oh yeah, the, that was the GAC award. The yeah. person that got the most drunk and wasted during the weekend. Who won that? can't remember. Jordan. <laughs> it was Jordan. you. It was Jordan. <laughs> yeah, okay. Someone I was actually... drunk off my ass on uh, root beers. Ah, I remember the dude, too, and I can't think of his name. Darn it. Yeah, the most fucked up person gets the most fucked up art. It was it was very fitting. So it was actually used. That's good. Yeah, actually used. I mean, who knows if he actually took it on. He might have just threw it in the trash, but, you know. Wiped his ass with it. Where it belongs. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at, I'm looking at some pictures of the games that, that I took. Uh, here's Jordan playing Solar Quest. How about uh, Zektor? Since, since we're such uh, Centuri fans, Route 16. Route 16. That was a great, great game. It's kind of a like Rally X and uh, Venture combined. Very cool game. Because you had went a big, a big maze, and then you went into like smaller mazes that you actually uh, navigated and got stuff in. Neat cabinet too. Had like a big kind of circular curved background to the. To the screw, you know, behind the, I don't know, bezel. I was. Oh yeah, is that the one? Is that one of the ones that has the audio track, like the eight track deal? Oh no, that's Thief. You thinking about? Thief? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I got a have. picture of Thief here also. Thief is fun. I, I yeah. played Thief quite a bit. Right oh, yeah. It's got awesome like uh, crazy yep. shit they're talking in the background. Radio chatter. Yeah. How many other games had tape loops? Uh, Journey. 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 Thief. Yeah, I don't know if more of those. Uh, what's the company? A lot of EM games. Did. What's the company who uh, yeah. made Thief? They're a lesser known. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Pacific Novelty. Pacific yeah. Novelty. Pacific Novelty. They were just a novelty. That was a fun game, though. I had a, a blast playing that. And I think it's like cool. Got like uh, three speakers in it, kind of like Wizard of War or oh, something. Dope. Like every speaker's doing something different. Uh, I got a question for you. It has four speakers. Oh, four. my God. What, what game did <laughs> you keep on going back to? Speakers. It depends on what day. I mean, uh, one day it was like couldn't get enough Skydiver. I think the last day I wanted to play some more Thief because I thought I'd done pretty well. 
Um, Fire Escape was one that I kept going back to. Fire yeah. Escape, we were getting it in the getting it in the the, the bird getting hole. it in the bird's nest. The bird's nest. Yep, it's it takes like kind of a tricky flick, but then you get some big points. And uh, yeah, that was fun. I I really only played like two games of Reactor. Got my hun- got my hundred grand. And Did you get so, the high score? On that, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Nobody could play it like me. <laughs> <laughs> I went back to Route six, Sixteen a lot, and uh, even after the playing the black and whites, because when you're playing the tournament, it's like the games are always occupied, and you're like, oh, Clowns is free. I'm gonna go play it. But after the tournament's over, it's like they were all free. So it was like. I think Skydiver was one that I went back to a lot because I really like playing that one. And Frogs was really cool. I played some iRobot. Yeah, I did, I did as well. I'd, I'd never played that on an actual cabinet before. I played I some Wacko because that was right by the bar, so it would like kind of draw yeah. me away. Yeah, I like Wacko a lot. I'm surprised that you I never had one of those. You should have bought it when I was selling it. I know. I don't even remember you telling me you were selling it. That's because I flipped it. <laughs> <laughs> I played Space Dungeon on a cabinet. That was pretty cool. That's a cool game. Oh, yeah. I played that, too, right? That's like the only one you're going to find, the Upright Space Dungeon. Oh, Demon. Space Demon. Space Demon. That's it. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. I played that one. I played, I'm space, talking about Space Dungeon. Space Dungeon's the Taito one, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's no. that one where you dig holes. No. No. No? no what's it's that? Space Panic. Oh, it's, du- it's a dual stick, and you're going through a different... Uh, Screens. Oh, oh, exactly. oh that's yeah, the Taito one on it, your multi, right? The Taito, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Taito, Yeah, you need the two sticks to play it. It's good. It's yeah. good. Uh, no, I'm thinking of what's the Nintendo one that's like Space, Space Demon. Demon. Space Demon. Space I've got Demon. one. They had one there too. Wow. Where is it? Somewhere it's in the garage. I don't oh. fucking see it. <laughs> Bullshit. Those are rare. It's the mini. I know it's rare. Wow. But they, don't work. They didn't have. They <laughs> he didn't have a Juno first there. Maybe next year. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. Juno. What what game uh, were you hoping was there that wasn't there, or did you even Juno first? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um. I don't know. Yeah, I know. He's got like every Sega every vector. I mean, he doesn't have uh, Lunar Lander. Really? No, he doesn't have all the a lot of Atari uh, vectors. Was that? There yeah. wasn't a Havoc. There was there. There's no Havoc. No. No. Not <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you're never wishing <laughs> that there. You're not like, oh fuck, I got nothing to play. You know, it's never oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, He's there's got always so something many, to play. You know, shark. What's that shark one where you're blue shark? Blue shark. Yeah, yeah, man, that's fucking fun. He's got so many cool black and white ones. The avalanche stunt cycle, and there was a computer space or two in the back. Nice. Yeah, actually, he brought it out. Did he? Day. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was out and running. Yeah. I guess I didn't see it out. Yeah, yeah. I played it in the back once. How about uh, warp warp? That was a wacky one too. I don't think I played Did that you one. Play that one. Okay. It's a Rockola game. That's right? a Rockola mm-hmm. game. Yeah, I'd never played it anywhere else. Pretty simple but fun. And um, the other one was Slither, which I had not. Oh yeah, played. oh yeah. Those guys cool. were talking about that. Yeah, yeah. Slither cool was pretty cabinet. cool. Yep, yep. It's like centipede, but you can shoot up and down. It's like so: one button shoots you up, one button shoots down, and it's <laughs> it's fun. It's a uh, janky kind of yeah. yeah. Fortunately, <laughs> but but it, it's actually fun to play, and it. It has a cool story behind it too. That company like bet all its everything on that, and then uh, and then it didn't sell, and because it's janky. Because <laughs> it was if, janky. I would have, if I was there, then they would have been successful. Yeah. Didn't pay off. I want someone to redo that game on like good hardware, where it's not shitty and janky. Make it more smooth. Yeah. But yeah, it was cool to see that. Definitely, I didn't. I kind of didn't realize how rare that actually was. But plenty of good stuff this year. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you guys are coming next year, is that right? I was going to say, mm-hmm. like, uh, I have a question of, uh, should we all go next year? Should we do a live show? And can I get a plane ticket? <laughs> <laughs> plane tickets were, like, less than 200 bucks. That's too much. <laughs> you spend that on coffee. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, okay. I don't know. Ian spends that on uh, a headphone cord or something. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll drive the Prius. There you go. Yeah. I'll pay for the gas. How many miles? It'll be like 20 bucks. It? Uh, it's six hours of miles. I don't know. <laughs> six, <laughs> six. Okay. It's that, it's that far. So yeah. yes, we can go. Yes, we can record a podcast. And yes. Yes. And yes. How do you know? I don't know. How do you know we can do Do anything you want. Somebody recorded a podcast there. Yeah? Yeah. I, I interviewed Steve there. It's noisy in the background. I'd rather not, but... I don't know. I mean, I wanted to go this year. And, uh, There'll yep. be another year. Yeah. I mean, single parent life. Sorry, dog. It's the way it is. Well, now you have a year to plan. Yeah. Pretty sure he's still going to have <laughs> yeah. his daughters in the year. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like... <laughs> that's you know. not the sort of plan I was thinking Just of. Get, get, him out, get him out into college in the year. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Doogie Hauser. So soon after Grinkers happened, we came back and we all got to go to the Portland Retro Gaming Expo again this year. Yay! It stunk like shit. <laughs> I meant like the people there. I, I didn't mean like Yeah. That. Just put on deodorant, folks. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. For the love of God. It was bad. So I know Ian was pretty instrumental in helping organize the arcade. Was there any interesting stories or did everything go pretty smoothly as far as the arcade was concerned man it was pretty smooth you know the the last couple years have been real good we had a whole bunch of people bring pinball this year really heavy on the pinball which is always good to see the pinball stuff is really popular and a lot of times they get real clogged up and you have lines of people lining up to play whatever so it was really good to see you know, multiple copies of Medieval Madness, um, you know, a lot of good A-list titles out there uh, just getting played. So that was really good. Any stuff breaks during the show. Uh, that's just how it goes with these old machines. But I felt like things stayed up pretty good. And we had backups for a lot of games. So instead of throwing an out-of-order sign on a game, we'd just go haul it out and put another one out in its place. So that was really good. I felt like it went pretty good as far as the tech end of things went. And uh, just good to see some new faces there and some uh, some pretty awesome pins. Yeah, I played Champion Pub for the first time, and I was really taken by that game. I like it a lot. Come yeah, on, that's, kid. That's a really fun <laughs> machine, for sure. That was really cool. Um, it's a bit racist and stereotypical, though. You know? Yeah, that yeah. happens. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's old. I guess so. It's, old. it's not that old. Because it's, it's from the... It's, 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 it's 1885. Based in the, based in the olden days. That's right. It's based in the 1800s. Yeah. So that's how, that's I how they live. it's that old. Yeah. They made two kinds of pinball machines, racist and sexist. So take your pick. <laughs> take your pick, whichever one you want. Yeah. Really, I mean, really, like medieval madness. And, ah, we don't have to get into that. Yeah. Circus Voltaire. Was yeah. There. Those damn circus yeah. freaks. Nobody likes them. I hate yeah. that game. And we had a Bram's... Stoker's Dracula. Yep, that was mine. Oh, yeah. How but do you turn Dracula on? <laughs> Dracula. Yeah. Dracula. Nice ca- candlelit dinner. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was my favorite part of the show when I was walking around. Like all, the, You could never hear the games, but then all of a sudden you walk by a Dracula and it's like blowing people's eardrums out. Ian had it like cranked up and yeah, you could tell like people were like walking up to it and go, oh shit. 
playing this game. That's yeah. awesome. That's the way it should be I in know, the arcade right. environment. I, I remember years past, the kind of the memo went out to turn up your games before you take them in, you know? Yeah, it was... I. All the games were turned up. This was turned up over them. <laughs> so, <laughs> someone came up to me and said, did you know that Dracula is just cranked way the fuck up and is blowing everyone's eardrums out? And I said, yeah. <laughs> and they, they said, is it supposed to be like that? And I said, yeah. Of course. <laughs> hell hell on, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was really good. Um, I've had that machine for a couple of years, and uh, I finally actually got it together uh, enough to take the show this year. So I was real pleased about that. You know, I got it working and then started digging into it and just found... You know, the more I took apart, the more broken-ass shit I found, and uh, it just got to be a lot. So I put in, fuck, probably 15 hours uh, on that, just getting it all ready for the show. I thought I had it worked out by the time the show started, and then I spent four hours working on it before the show opened to fix various bullshit, like the fucking wire gate on the trough fell out somewhere, and so the balls were kicking back down the drain instead of uh, staying in there and getting ejected into the shooter lane. And uh, like one of the wire ramps was mispositioned and the ball was getting stuck underneath the play field, underneath a bunch of shit. So you couldn't see what was actually happening. Yes. So much fucking bullshit (laughs) to get this game going. And then it stayed up for the entire show and, you know, didn't have, didn't have any issues. Uh, So I'm always like that when, you know, my games go out and get played for a full weekend i mean i i've said before that you probably get played more that weekend than they get played all year otherwise and uh so you know if they can survive that you know they're solid so yeah. i was real glad that it stayed up the whole time it's good it's a good show to burn in your games yeah <laughs> yeah sure. basically stress test. i made it a, a point to volunteer this year and last year i didn't really volunteer but uh, I, I remember last year brian you were you're there all by yourself, and I was there. You panicked and left the games on and burnt down the whole <laughs> convention center, and I left you know. them on because I thought somebody would flip a master switch, but that apparently does not happen. Uh, yeah. That somebody was supposed to be you, <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. But uh, exactly, I don't know. After you said that last year, I was like, oh man, there's going to be a lot of stuff to do. You know, like so when I showed up, like everything was done. Pretty well, much. that's so, the same thing when I showed up. I, I think everything happened the day before. Yeah. Thursday. I like that. Not Friday. The one time I asked. Yeah. I should to volunteer my time and stuff. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, there was a bunch of minor shit to take care of, but yeah, there wasn't a ton of huge shit. And really, you know, it's like game breaks, go pull it off, you know, kind of triage and see, are we going to fix it here or just throw it in the boneyard? And then if you take it off the floor, then you go put another machine out. You know, I took off two days to go work the show it opened friday so i took thursday and friday off thursday was all set up and fucking around with you know setting up pins i mean i don't know how many i set up at least a dozen pins on my own and you know worked on bram stokers and then friday morning it opened i don't know friday afternoon at three friday morning was you know just kind of finishing up you know cleaning up all the wrapping and you know packing stuff but yeah, it was good. There was there were volunteers that help out with a bunch of stuff, uh, and then just kind of the people who donate their games go and take care of their own stuff, or they say, you know, you want the show to take care of it, or someone else to do it. Uh, yeah, it was it was pretty smooth. I think there were a couple of casualties there. I know uh, one of Greg's machines got physically broken, 
Really? Yeah. The prop cycle. Prop, prop, cycle. prop cycle. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, broke the crankshaft. Somebody, yeah. was, somebody was jumping on it. Yeah, someone was clean off. Cycling hard. I'm glad I played it before they broke it. And, uh... Pike Town USA, yeah. man. Poor the one. ground controls battle zone went down, like, almost immediately. <laughs> uh, and we... <laughs> And we, we pulled that into the repair area. We, I think the setup was really good this year. There was a, a repair and tech area right next to the arcade <clears> so people could come up and let you know if there was anything wrong. You know, it, Typically, it was just like there's a stuck ball or something stupid like that on one of the pins. But it was right there. And so you know you could get there and clear it real quick. Uh, and it was just kind of out there and everyone could see, yeah, you know, this is how you work on the stuff. Because uh, I like working on stuff and I think people should know what's up with that yeah. uh so we actually fixed the battle zone and got it back out on the floor and even uh went and kind of rebuilt the cabinet because it was falling apart uh, like screwed some stuff back together uh, well, that was battle zone yeah i mean it was it was kind of rough so <laughs> back panel was actually screwed on uh properly and yeah, it was a little more solid when it went back out so you know i think that's pretty cool I like the system they had. They, uh, they, I think they would just have like a couple of volunteers like sweep the area, and then if they saw a game down or if they saw someone have an issue, they would report back to the guy that was sitting down, kind of where we were sitting. And uh, that's that's kind of like when I arrived, I was like, the volunteer came by and he talked to the guy at the table, and, the, and then the guy at the table looked at me and was like, "Do you fix games?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Why, yes, I do." <laughs> and then I just started working on people's games, and and there was no one else there at the time for like I think like four or five hours to to triage anything. I mean, it was just this guy and relaying to me the whole time. Um, so that was pretty fun. I kind of made some highlights of some of the stuff that I'd worked on. The funnest one was Brian's uh, six-player X-Men because it was like right there, <laughs> and you could just see it go down <laughs> without even. <laughs> having anyone walk by and yeah it ended up being the uh the edge connector harness was just flaky and so every time it needed to be reseated and and that's not my x-men just to be clear yeah it's yeah. good brian bad yeah. brian's got a 12 player <laughs> x-men <laughs> <laughs> yeah that game that game is kind of problematic i told yeah. him we're gonna go and repin that fucking edge connector before yeah. the next show that one also had someone was saying one of the players joysticks wasn't working and then they handed me the bolt <laughs> and i was like yeah i can see that's a problem yeah uh, the- <laughs> I, I just fished the e-clip out of the inside and put it all back together well at least they didn't take it home with them yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. you never know yeah, when I remember I, when, seeing games like that on locations. Like, yep. oh, this used to have a joystick, it's didn't like, it? It's like stealing the <laughs> the trackball out of the, the those old mines, you know? Oh, in yeah. high school. And then the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the the mystery though was like when I first walked in front of the game, I'm like, what the hell's going on? There's no video, but you could see raster on the screen, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna shut the game off, go back behind the machine, uh, flip the power switch, go back. It's still the same. There's still raster on the screen. And then I'm like, uh, the power switch is not connected in this game. So the only way to turn it off... Oh, it, it didn't off- matter. You turned it off and it was the same thing. Oh. I see what you're saying. Yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> I, guess the, I guess the power switch in the back, that cabinet's not wired up. Just so for fashion. I could either take down the whole strip of all the row of people playing the games. I thought that was a bad idea. So I just pulled the plug out and, and then went from there. It was pretty cool, though, because once that happened, I think it happened about four more times during the show. Yeah, like I just walk by it and be like, oh, X-Men's down again. Just reseat the harness and then power back on. It's good to go. Another funny one was the uh, the volunteer guy was doing rounds and he came back and he's like, Lady bro- Ladybug's not working. It's broken. It's not, the joystick's not moving. Oh, so damn. I walk over there and there's a guy playing. I'm like, well, there's someone playing, so it must be working now. And I just, uh, 
I like just interrupted the guy playing. I'm like, is this game working? He's like, well, the joystick's kind of stuck and sometimes it gets, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's just how they are. (laughs) 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 Like, and he's like, oh, yeah. It's an easy fix. There's going to be those mechanical issues. What are you going to do? Rebuild the whole joystick right there? I mean, the game is functioning. It's just kind of sticky. You, you can't... What do you want to do? Refine yeah. real hard. Yeah. All directions. Then, uh, Loosen it up. The other yeah. the other favorite is there's a lot of games that didn't have free play. Oh, yeah. And uh, After everybody's told to bring games with free play, and they don't. Yeah. They just or, bring whatever Or the game, the game just doesn't have a free play option, and people can't figure out how the fuck to start it. Well, it's not eligible then. Leave it at home. Well... <laughs> Actually, figure this, it out. This is the funny part. On it. Is it, the people that are walking by don't necessarily know a lot about games. It seemed. And, yeah, so if they uh, see yeah, some weird button, they don't know to like use that to credit it up. I right. remember there, this. There's You're multiple putting... volunteers, and a lot of the people that are doing that kind of stuff are uh, are grunts, basically. <laughs> grunts. And uh, he's like, "Oh, this game's not crediting it up." And so, like, I go over there, and I look at the CP or the CPO, and it's like. Uh, press one and two, players start to start game. Like someone's got it labeled how to right, start. Yeah. yeah, and so like someone's gonna read before they play a game. So Come people on. are so people are going up and trying to press start, and it wouldn't do anything. Yeah, we're here and to so, play video games. This ain't the and, library. Uh, so that was considered a an issue, and I'm like, there's no issue. They just have to read and uh, consider it fixed. And I did that for like a lot of games. Yeah, I remember certain games like just crediting up 99 credits on them. Like, okay, that'll yeah. be good for an hour or something. Yeah, yeah if you're lucky. Right? <laughs> Fucking, I was looking at the audits for <clears throat> the Neo Geo that I took. I put um, Metal Slug 3 in there and a couple other carts. It's a four-slot Neo Geo. Uh, Metal Slug 3 got played a fucking ridiculous mm-hmm. number of times. I mean, like... Th- 350 plays a day. Just ridiculous how much time yeah. people spend on that one. Yeah, every time I walk by that, there's like a line of like three people. <laughs> it's funny. Nuts. I don't know. So there you go. You'd be making like 100 bucks a day. <laughs> I know. There was a, a quarter inside it, so I made 25 yeah. cents. Almost. Almost 100 bucks. Yeah, and then I kind of worked on a couple of pins, but um, since a lot of the pins that were brought were from vendors, they would go over there and you'd talk to them. They'd be like, don't touch my pinballs. Yeah. And so I'd be like, I'd go back to the guy that's triaging stuff and be like, okay, anything from this vendor, just say don't. Don't even worry about it because they're going to fix it. Besides, I think it was Bride of Pinbot that had oh, yeah. a battery damage. And so that it would, it would lose its free play settings like every XX amount of hours. So you have to go back in there and, and reset the whole game, enable free play, reboot, wait for it to calibrate the Bride for like an hour. and then Yeah, <laughs> yeah that one was... <laughs> that, that one was a hassle. Yeah, there it it was uh, pulled out of storage and then brought straight to the show. So don't do that. That's a bad idea. That sounds like a classic rich move. Yeah, <laughs> he always would do that. So Bring thirty games that nobody's played in five years. Here you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. So it, it booted up and it didn't have a free play, and we put it on free play, and then the next day it had the same problem because it got power cycled overnight. Uh, so I went and I pulled it open, and yeah, it was batteries were leaking all over the fucking place so i cleaned it up but yeah but it i replaced the batteries and it still wasn't working so i don't know there's some other issue there and then that also had uh, a great example of why you maintain your fucking pins because (laughs) for whatever reason the shooter rod had no rubber tip on it (laughs) and it had been that way for long enough that the tip mushroomed like hell. Whoa. And then, I mean, it, it was gnarly. 
uh, and you're also tearing up the balls, and which are then going to go tear up your playfield. Yeah, it's crazy. like sandpaper rolling through your playfield. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this it's came future, up, man. This came up because half of the plastic knob on the shooter rod broke off. So they're like, "Oh yeah, just go replace the shooter rod." Well, you can't. You literally can't remove the shooter rod because oh, the tip is mushroomed yeah, so much <laughs> that it's You'd a larger to... diameter. So I sat there for fucking 15 minutes filing it down wow. so I could pull it out, and then I replaced it, and nice. I put a fucking rubber on the tip of the shooter rod. <laughs> but yeah, it's like... Are you listening, kids? It's a 50-cent part. <laughs> put a rubber on yeah, it. God, could have saved so much hassle. I'll, and take the batteries out of your games if you store them. God. It, it just makes me a little upset that... Uh, Especially if you have a bright pinball. Take care of that game. That game's, I, that's game, a very yeah. collectible game. It's, I love it's that aw- game. It's an awesome game. It's one of the best System 11 games. And That's the and machine. To huh? Treat it like the shit. Machine. Like that. The machine. La machine. Makes me sad. That's why it's hard to find it on pinball map because it's under the machine and not bright a pinball. Uh, Is it really? Mm-hmm. That's stupid. It's under what? The machine. It's under T, I think. Instead um, of B. Pinball map. You know, when I worked at uh, when I worked at Blockbuster Video in high school, we we would discount the those in front of the titles. That's oh, you'd skip that. That's good. Yeah, I'd just go by the first. You wouldn't one. give you a good deal on renting one. No. I'm, no okay. <laughs> <laughs> what know, Blockbuster did you work at? One by Mall Two Hundred Five. Oh, okay. Yeah. I used to go to the one uh, off Broadway Northeast a lot. Yeah. And then there was one on Thirty Ninth and Powell. I think hmm. That one too. Back in the day. Back in the day, Blockbuster. I just meant that, you know, if there's a title with the in the front, they would just go with the next yeah, word and yeah, alphabetize yeah, it. Yeah, sure. stupid. Libraries also do that. I think yeah. that's the way to go. Yeah. You why, why are they using the Dewey Decimal System? <laughs> I think, I think <laughs> the issue <laughs> is maps. you could, like, put a comma even and then the duh afterwards <laughs> if you want. The, yeah. Like, departed comma the. <laughs> I think the issue is that the full title is The Machine Bride of Pinbot, and they are using the full title even though nobody calls it The Machine. Everyone calls it Bride Be- of Pinbot. Or right. the fucking sequel. Bop. Yeah, Bop. Bop. Yep. Pinbot 2. Bright yeah. of the machine. But yeah, that, that machine is fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, I would definitely love to own one of those someday when I have somewhere to put one. Maybe if that one just Agreed. keeps on getting shitty. I don't want that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Maybe next year it'll melt and you can oh, get a discount. So they also had all the Star Wars games there. Mm-hmm. They had yeah. a Star Wars cockpit, which was cool. And they also had the battle pod sitting right next to it. I got to play the battle pod for free for a few games, and that it's about all you need, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, that, that's I a, that was a mistake bringing that to the show because now everyone's going to play it for free and realize that it, it sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Those <laughs> things are sixty grand or something. No, no, no not the only the like the uh, actual pod version is like thirty k each, but those are like half. They're like fifteen. The open faced okay. ones. So maybe I, yeah, maybe thirty k is a pair. Maybe twenty five. I pay. I played that game once, and it made me so motion sick. I was like, "I'm not playing this." I again. didn't bother to play. I mean, all is it's like a movie that you're watching. It's because you're on rails. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the rail shooters are stupid. Well, even yeah. the even the Star Wars vectors on rails, really, but you feel like you have more control. Yeah, you can steer that's it. A little different. You can though. steer, yeah, and there's steer. more random but, more randomness happening in front of you. Dedicated Empire Strikes Back. I just looked at our thread today, and I saw Chris was was saying that that there was a dedicated Empire Strikes Back, and I don't remember it. I always remember that they were, the kit. Star Wars conversion. That they kit, were all yeah. kits. Yeah. No. He, no, he's saying he remember. He thinks maybe they were just cockpits, but I don't remember it. No, I've don't seen. Know. I've seen a. Well, didn't his cockpit have the back glass? Yeah. For Empire Strikes Back on it. Yes, I don't remember. You're talking about Chris yeah. Donner, right? Yeah. No, um, Sante. 
on KLOV. Oh, yeah, He yeah, was, yeah. In, okay, he was yeah. in our thread. Oh, the Clob thread. Okay. Yeah. Tell me I don't have all the Atari vectors because I don't have an Atari Empire Strikes Back. I don't think so. Yeah, I think that's bullshit. <laughs> the, game, the game fucking sucks. Anyhow, yeah, I, I don't remember a, um, a, a dedicated one, but that yeah. doesn't mean it didn't exist. I think it was a kit, and like maybe they did a factory conversion of the Star Wars machines, yeah. but yeah, it's, yeah, it's the same shit. Could have been factory conversions, I guess, but I always if remember just it, the sticker slapped over the Star Wars yeah. art up on the top, Empire yeah. Strikes Back. Sorry, it if, like, it, if it's a fucking factory converted Star Wars cockpit, it does not count. It's, that's not a unique vector. Yeah. Anyhow. It's not even a full game, really. I mean, right you now. could argue that Black Widow isn't a, you know, although they they left the factory that way as Black Widows. They yeah. weren't, you know, they, they are all Gravitars underneath. But they had, the Black Widow is an actual PCB that says Black Widow on it. No. Yeah, I yeah. had one. I have one, too. It's a Gravitar PCB. Is Black it? Widow ROMs. I think they made both. I think they made a couple. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'd never seen one that said Black Widow. Yeah, yeah but huh. you put that in a Gravitar cabinet, and it's dedicated. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> So did you guys buy any notable items at PRGE? Nope. No. I, I actually walked I through there $4 this year. bottle of water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's notable. I, I actually got a big tall glass of whiskey for a good price. Really? Uh, for some reason, Bill wanted to buy me a drink. I'm like, sure, I'll have some whiskey. And it was, <laughs> it was huge. Three is a good price. Yeah. It was uh, I, like they never knew how to pour a drink or something. It was, yeah. like, it was like eight ounces of whiskey. Damn. <laughs> a, yeah. I had to like chug it before going to see Warren Davies. I was like... <laughs> Damn, Davies. 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 Yeah. I, go I bet it was cheaper than that fucking water. It probably <laughs> was. I think it's less than 10 bucks. Yeah. I bought a one of those warm, gooey pretzels, mm. and the nacho cheese wasn't creamy. Oh. That was passed. Well, you should have been to the volunteer party afterwards, because we had all the nacho cheese that we could squirt. That was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Full, full. That was the day afterward, right? <laughs> no, no, this was months afterward. It was just, it was like two weeks ago. Yeah. Brian was there. <laughs> I wasn't two, there. Three, oh, yeah. I, I was mean, out of town. I mean, all the nacho cheese you, you could squirt was the day yeah. after you ate oh. the nacho cheese. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's all it. The nacho that's cheese. the joke. That's the joke, guys. That's the joke. None of you guys were there, just me. Well, I got like a three-hour notice. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, me up. too. I, I think that's because they wanted to not get rid of all their nacho cheese. Free they nacho didn't cheese. Didn't want to give too late of no- yeah. early of a notice. Full yeah. access to the pumper. <laughs> <laughs> the squirter. Yeah. It was pretty good. I did pick up a few cartridges there, um, but there's something that I saw afterwards that mm. I'm sure probably was there, but I didn't know about it then. But there was um, a version of Tempest that came out for the 5200 that never got finished. It was all, always kind of rumored that it was oh, that's cool. that it was around, and there was some half, I guess, half completed that's prototypes. Called t- that's called tubes. Tempest no, tubes. not not no, for the 5200. No, that's the um, but. The prototype is like a half-done prototype got discovered, and so they actually the programmer came back around and finished the game. Oh, wow. And they sell it at Atari Age, and that's not one. I didn't know about it then. I would have looked for it at the Atari Age booth because they were there. Um, but I thought that was a pretty interesting story. There was that was there was never a home console version of Tempest released. Jaguar. What about the Jaguar? Oh, oh Tempest, Tempest 2000. Tempest 2000. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you didn't get it, or you, you did get it? I just learned about it after the fact. I wasn't really looking for it. Had I known about the story behind it, I didn't really look That'd be awesome, cause deep it, into the, the Atari Does the have that? Um, is that mm, the default? Or is no, that the no. no, it's just a joystick it's with just a, a joystick. that looks kind of like that. Oh, damn. But I thought that was a pretty cool little story. That, that is cool. Yeah, I actually... Um, 
I donated my Atari twenty six hundred prototype Big Bird oh, yeah. cartridge. Oh, cool! To, um, Big Turd to their auction. Uh, so that sold for I think one hundred and thirty bucks, and that money went back to the show to uh, help keep that running. So I thought that was kind of cool. You know, it was uh, bought my nacho cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say you you uh, you just sponsored the Squirters next year. <laughs> yeah, I'd got an offer for it, but uh, I was very lazy about taking anyone up on it and uh i literally found it for two dollars at goodwill so i was like oh I, I think this is something cool that could benefit the show so that was fun very nice you're, you're the better man than me i would have sold it but yeah i was you know i i went through the vendor area this year um because i don't know the arcade the arcade was good um how mm-hmm. much space do you think is dedicated to the arcade not enough 20 percent no yeah. no you know 10 yeah, and peop- obviously people like it. They want to play games. But anyhow, I went and looked through the vendor space, and man, just so much copyright infringement, right? Sea of <laughs> shit. It's like, That's the nature of the hobby, man. It, mm-hmm. I was just of like, this is just all like bootleg stuff. This is a, like a swap meet. Oh, it's like, man. yeah, put Mario, make a homemade Mario anything, Pac-Man anything, and Zelda anything, you know, whatever the, whatever the kids like. Pixel art, pixel art. Yeah, it's like wow. Made made with wood. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's cool. It's good. I would mean, you, it's nice. Would you it's call like, that a wooden arcade. It's a, <laughs> no, I wouldn't call it that. Okay. It's nice. It's uh, you know, arts and crafts and and uh, you know, homemade stuff. But man, I mean, it's not original ideas, is it? Yeah, and I, it's just a a sea of shit. I mean. I can't believe the the SNES prices. Were you saying like Metroid was like Super Metroid was like fifty bucks? And it, oh man, man. It, it was yeah. I I don't think it was fifty bucks. I saw multiple copies in the sixty to seventy range, God. just for a loose cart. <laughs> That's it. And and I saw boxed copies. They were all you know like one hundred and forty, one hundred and fifty. Yeah, I I feel like prices on that stuff are way up like unjustified way up i don't know i i like collecting arcade games because every game is different when it's like it's just a cartridge that has a rom that's programmed differently inside i'm like i don't give a shit about this right i i sort of wanted it because i really like super metroid but i was like i don't like it that much fuck this i'm I'm getting a fucking sd to snes and and that's the show price the you know they have to raise up stuff a, a little bit i would think but the vendor area wasn't the years prior were better but it's just the same stuff over and over and over again. Everyone has the same SNES cards. I mean, dog, it's a fucking retro gaming expo. They're not making a lot of new SNES <laughs> I know. Games. I'm That's just true. saying. That's it's true. Yeah. kind of comes with the territory. That, what I'm saying. There was some cool stuff out there. I saw an Apple Pippin sell. It that was a pile new in the box. Yeah, but have you seen one? Yeah. Ever? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, you haven't. No, you yeah. haven't. No, you haven't. Yeah. No, you haven't. Yeah. You didn't see this one? Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> But no, there's cool stuff out there. I think someone gave me a Gravatar marquee, so that's cool. I saw you I seeing that game. I think Chris gave me that or something. The Pippin? Yeah. <laughs> you saw me seeing Oh, no, Brian. I don't even know what that is. Scotty Pippin? Yeah. I thought it was interesting that it seems like NES is becoming like the oldest, and everything older than that is kind of shoved to the side. Yeah. Because I was like trying to go through 2,600 cartridges because I really want to find Hero on the 2600 <laughs> and I went to this one booth and they had those like boxes and boxes of 2600 yeah, cards zero under the yeah. table oh. way back and it was like they were so heavy you couldn't even pull them out so I'm like pulling up the curtain behind it and like trying to go through these like the little old it man going through the, fart. the Atari 2600 quarts oh that old fart looking at the 2600 <laughs> hey look at this kids <laughs> looking at those jukebox manuals got me a copy of Keystone Capers over here <laughs> 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 this is a keeper. 
Yeah, yeah I think the most interesting stuff in the vendor area was like the non-game stuff. Like a lot of people brought like toys and uh, just random doodads. Yeah, and the shit. infringing shit. <laughs> yeah, no, the copyright <laughs> no, no, like actual like just previously released stuff. Like there's some old handhelds and uh, yeah, those systems. older. Yeah, there's this guy that had a booth with a shit ton of laser discs that were overpriced, oh, yeah. and he didn't know what the hell he was doing. And then uh, it, it's definitely yep. a trend that that pinball is taking over that that space because that's where all the you know that's that's all the new stuff that's coming out is pinball right so vendors want to come in and they'll they'll pay to be there i guess versus you gotta like you know give us stuff to bring games while these guys will like bring games and maybe give money too yeah i i see the they got something they're selling i see the video arcade section further declining next time as well, and they'll, they'll probably think? be, yeah, I think they'll I be even more. So. If it declines too much, they, they will lose. It um, has every single time. You know, they'll, they'll lose. Uh, the first one, the first, smaller. the first show that I went to, there was not very many pins, and there's a shit ton of games. They were and just it, spaced out more. No. And then uh, it's just gotten, the proportions gotten. There are people that go to that show to play the free games in the arcade. I'm, I'm convinced. I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. And, uh, you know, this was the second year that, I'm sorry, last year was the first year they had uh, an extra day. So it used to just be Saturday and Sunday. And then last year they added Friday uh, afternoon and that's arcade only. So you just get in there and it's all, all you can do is play the arcade games. The vendor area isn't even open. Yeah. So I, I, I see him leaning in on that. Uh, I think I think it's going to be good. And there was a good line for that day as well. It was like people were lined yeah. up pretty yeah. pretty far back. Yeah, it was, that day. it was busy. I just don't think it really matters what they do with that space because the the main draw is the the console games anyway. So there's no yeah. there's no right or wrong they can do. But I think it, I think the pinball stuff's going to increase. They'll probably get bigger sponsors next year for pinball and and people are dropping money on those noon box games too. So the so the game is there. So the the show is staying true to its roots, really, because that's how it started as yeah. a place to trade cartridges. So we can't really complain if it's anything less. I, I can complain all I want. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. we might it's want it fine. to be a video game pinball show. We with, have to make our own show. If we not a that. swap meet, but yeah, if you want an arcade <laughs> show, you're going to have to make your own <laughs> arcade show. Fuck yeah, man! Swap meets are dope. <laughs> Yeah, swap meat, flea market. Fuck yeah, flea market. Yeah. Flea yeah. markets are cool. Bazaar. Yep, going to the bazaar auction. There's a pretty cool uh, Tetris deal they had there. It was like a. <clears throat> did you see that? It's a bunch of like LED displays, like uh, the four by four one matrix ones, and they're like stacked up like five or six feet tall. Oh, huge! Yeah, and it was a game of uh, old school Tetris, yeah. Nintendo Tetris. Yeah. Oh yeah. For, do you forget about the Tetris World Championships that take place there yeah. every year? Don't yeah, forget. we had a good view of the booth there. That, you could yeah. see that. You see that? Uh, Can't miss it. And then there's Ian's repair panel. Yep. Oh, did you do? You did a panel this year? Yeah, I did one this year as well. I'm sorry, uh, I missed it. Don't be too sorry. I, I was there it, for like five minutes. The funny thing is, is like you were saying that people just bombarded you at the end with like. How do, you, how, do I, how do I fix my... Yeah. yeah. I, I tried... Uh, I feel like people should understand stuff more, and so I was trying to make things that are hard to understand, easy to understand, and I think I basically failed at doing that. Uh, because you got a lot of I think, questions. I think... The pe- <laughs> well, I, the, the questions were pretty unrelated. Like, it wasn't questions about the material. People just wanted to know, like, what's wrong with my fucking game? Like, why doesn't my game work? Pac-Man's uh, blue. What do I do? Yeah, exactly. So I think, <laughs> I think next year... I'm just going to make that the whole panel. I, it's like, ask me shit. <laughs> well, I, I think 
Uh, yeah, maybe more than just me, but uh, it's like car talk, but for video games. Is That'd how be I, cool. How yeah. I see it. I, I think, like that idea. We, we I could, think that part idea. worked really well. We yeah. could revisit that as a group instead yeah. of just call, doing... Call us with what's wrong with your game and we'll make fun of you. I mean, that's yeah. what's happened with any <laughs> panel. When we did a panel, what happened? You know, it wasn't like people came up and said, oh, we love your show. It was like, hey, I got this game and it won't do exactly. this. It yeah. won't do that. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I felt yeah. like... Let's yeah. do that. Let's do it next year. Uh, yeah, that's, that's my plan. I felt yeah. like that... Of all the panels I've done, that part has been the most successful and the most engaging and people like actually give a shit because it's their game. Um, <laughs> so I think instead of doing anything else, that's just going to be the whole thing. That's and it. both times you've done it, there's been people that have had specific questions about games, yeah. about their games. So Definitely. There's people out there that are looking yeah. for that knowledge. That'd be fun to revisit that as, as a group again. Just make it a Q&A and be obnoxious. You could have like... Uh, Bring your PCB to the show. Yeah. <laughs> fix yeah. it live. <laughs> fix it live. Yeah, that'd be thrilling. <laughs> yeah. um, you could have like a... a live cap, I'm, live I'm, cap I'm, kit. I'm going to watch, watch me desolder your uh, EEPROM with desoldering braid for 30 hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Just clip that shit off. Cut the legs. Arcade <laughs> road show where you yeah. like drag in your heavy ass arcade like, yeah. game. How much is my PCB five, worth? Well, five it's dollars. About, it's, about, it. it's about three dollars. Uh, real market. We'll give you f- ten for it. <laughs> I would just tell your family that it's not worth shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was the show, right? Well, I definitely had fun this year uh, running around fixing games. I felt yeah. important. How about that uh, new season of Stranger Things, you guys? I haven't watched it, so shut the fuck up. What? Arcade in the background. Yeah, plenty of arcade yeah. action for a for a modern show. I was going to say that I yes, haven't I seen noticed, it. I noticed there was a major Havoc conversion, but the marquee was all yellow. The marquee wouldn't be yellow. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> like, oh my God. I could hear when he hit the button, it sounded like uh, it wasn't a leaf. It, it was definitely a micro switch button. Oh, fucking horse it, was like one, it was one of those redemption, redemption games buttons. You know, like yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Hundred. Totally wasn't the right button. And then the, it didn't have the right burn on the CRT either. <laughs> well, it didn't have a CRT, did it? That's right. Oh LCD burn? Yeah. Where's the pitchforks? Get that show <laughs> off the air. Yeah. I was going to say that as soon as that first 10 seconds of that trailer rolled out that uh my dragon slayer became worth ten thousand dollars <laughs> i i appreciated how they treated dragon slayer they're like you overpriced piece of shit yeah, <laughs> yeah they didn't like that <laughs> yep i feel like yeah. good what was the reason was it the games that they received already had lcds some guy was like oh they don't film good then maybe they should just film with film instead of digital it's is like, it, it is it because matters, of digital like, because no. I was thinking of all the other times that they filmed arcade games, like in war games or those were uh-huh. film cameras, arcades. It's arcade. Yeah, it's Star-Cade. all about the frame rate, yes. and and it don't matter. Like they had a shitload of CRT TVs all over the place, and they just composited that shit in. That's how they do it. Yeah, big fucking deal. Yeah, what can they do that with Dragon's Lair? Are you saying it's not worth it? I think they just showed the Dragon's Lair on the screen. They didn't like show it. Oh were, yeah, yeah. I don't it, think they were actually. It was filming. an off-screen image. It they was kind of. It was like feed. Well, they definitely had like um, they were playing the Dig Dug, and you could see it was an LCD in yeah. the cabinet. No one gives yeah. a fuck about Dig. Dug. You know what? I didn't even notice. Yeah, and I, 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 I didn't. I honestly didn't even notice they had LCDs. I'm like, cool. It's fucking video games. And oh, they man. had six yeah. characters on I, the high score table. But yeah, I did notice flat. that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's it's flat. That yeah. shit's supposed to curve. I, I, I didn't I notice until well. I'm just watching the show. I love that show. So. Yeah. yeah, same here. Yeah. 
Yep. I it's was, a good show. I was happy for it to come out, and uh, I watched the whole thing, the whole season in like two days. Jeez. Is yeah, that, is that how they do it now? They release the whole season in one uh-huh. show? On the Netflix. Oh, yeah, well, most, Netflix. Most of them. I think they have one show or something where they were trying one episode a week. But yeah, mostly they just fucking dump it on you and they're like, yeah, you're not going to work this week. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, they did a study that people like to binge watch stuff. So that, that's yeah, just how people There's a fucking it. shocker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they need they need to release one season every day. <laughs> one season, <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah, basically, my wife snaked me too. I came home that <laughs> night and I was like, uh, I got a text from one of my coworkers. She was like, "Are you watching it?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's right." I'm like, "Hey, honey, you know we're gonna watch Stranger Things. It came out today." And she's all, "Today? It came out at eight a.m." i'm like is that is that why you didn't go into work and she's like well one of the reasons i'm like well how many episodes did you watch she's like four i'll watch them all again with you like okay (laughs) yeah i i gotta convince uh misty to watch them oh shit it's good yeah it's good good i I loved the first season it was good just because it captures the atmosphere but now it's broken now with those LCDs, man. Yeah, I don't fucked know. up. Yeah, I didn't even I, know. This. I wish I wouldn't have read that thread. <laughs> fucking assholes. So we're referring to that thread on Club where everybody's complaining that the yeah. video games didn't have LCDs. I mean, be happy that anything has video games in it because mm-hmm. it isn't from the seventies or eighties. Yeah. I actually don't watch teaser trailers and all that stuff because I don't like spoilers. And so when I saw that, I was like, great. I'd rather just watch the show. You know, I got spoiled. Dragon's Lairs in it. Yeah. Yep, it's ruined. I can't mm-hmm. enjoy it now. If there's anything that's going to drive up prices of the games, it's that show and not the movie Pixels. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what about Rampage? Oh, my God. Rabbit. <laughs> I didn't see any uh, any any uh, big monsters transforming down into little people and then having no clothes on. Is that really based on the game? Or Lo- is it just... Loosely. It def- yeah. Very loosely, it seems. Yeah, I guess they were... It's pretty much... It's, it's a stretch. It just seemed like they yeah. came out of nowhere. They should do a Major Havoc movie. <laughs> that would that could be cool, because mm-hmm. that already has a story. You know, it's got a better story than half the fucking comic book shit they put out, you know, nowadays. Yeah. Could be a Marvel series. Yeah. Well, better than that. <laughs> better. You guys yeah. been watching Starcade? Hell yeah. Yeah, I just saw the thread that it's free, and so, yeah, if you have... Uh, Shout Factory, you like you could just download the channel on Roku or just go online and they have, I think, three or four seasons. It seems like, yeah, plenty of them. I don't know if it's as big as that, you know, as many episodes as that big old torrent that was going around out there, but yeah. I never made it through any of those hardly. So. How's the quality? Because I know the YouTube ones were were shit. So. The quality is pretty good. Is um, it? And I think they're from the G4. Oh. Um, maybe they got them from G4 because they still have... Well, they got the, the watermark. They, they have. I don't know if they have the watermark, but they have the tag at the end. Maybe oh, it might no, not be G4, but watermark. they have the, like, the, the www.starcade.tv okay. thing no, at the no. end. The, the Starcade site's still up. They actually yeah. were able to recover a bunch of stuff. And the original But didn't Shout Factory like, acquire it or something like that because they were going to maybe do a reboot of the show? Did that ever happen? Nope. What the? F- well, yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? Play computer games? Space Invaders Frenzy? It's poor shit. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? You're going to play the new Raw Thrills Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? That's yeah. horrible. It's pretty interesting, there's, though. There's the a whole... game we can throw off a fucking roof. <laughs> <laughs> Get to it, boys. That's a Raw Thrill. It, it, the whole 30 seconds to score as much as you can just seems wrong. 
Wrong, really? Well, I think it's good because there's not much on the can, show Starcade. Yeah, that's how it always is. And yeah. there's a lot of games. There's not much you can even do in thirty seconds. Like, like I'm surprised they don't that's why have you more. Gotta be a master player. They don't have more. Well, I suppose these because the games are new. I mean, people haven't played them all a million times. Like, well, no, that's not true because they're like, oh yeah, I played this. Hey Timmy, have you played this game? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, sometimes. But, I mean, I'm, you, like, you, I'm good you, at this game. So take, like, Miss Pac-Man, for example. If any of us played it for 30 seconds, we'd yeah. all have the exact same score. Right. Well, that's because we're not eight years old. <laughs> like, <laughs> but that's I, what, I'm but sorry. They paired, it, they paired it with the adults, though. The, the half the time the adults. The adults were much better. I've seen, like, probably one quarter of one episode of Starcade. I, I Okay, I take that back. I've seen one quarter of three episodes of Starcade. Like... I've seen a couple of the, like, just clips of the kids playing the games, and they suck shit. <laughs> Lots They're of fucking times, horrible. Yeah. It's like, I, I see these people trying to play the game, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You're, oh, God. Basically, it's like, <laughs> I, want, I, I keep talking about Mitch Hedberg jokes, but the dude was amazing. He has, like, one of my favorite jokes of his is like, man, I wish I could play Little League now. I'd kick some fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> Same with Starcade. Yeah. I would kick fucking ass. On Starcade, you little six-year-old, you fuck! I'm gonna kick your ass! <laughs> gonna fucking destroy you! Yeah, Just I mean, I'm cry not, and piss I'm not, his pants. I'm not really good at games, but I'm pretty good at the first thirty seconds of games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, unless it's Missile Command or something, you know, like I, that's the whole game. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember I could go toe for toe with anybody like, on the first thirty seconds of Missile Command. Uh, Dragon Slayers. Yeah. I think they had Dragon Slayer though one time, and they did, was, and it was yeah. like an all Dragon Slayer. <laughs> episode and it yeah. was only it, depending on the luck of the draw the screens it gives you it's like oh you're screwed now yep yeah i watched yeah. the all star wars episode oh yeah they had one of those mm-hmm. nice. yeah it was just, just star wars machines and then the kid won a star wars yeah that's i've yeah. always yeah. i've always wanted to do a panel at prge with like have like a couple games up and do that and bring people up and uh that'd be cool you'd be the host yeah holding the microphone no yeah. that'd be you no <laughs> that'd be fun don't you want to be a game show host? Yeah. I'll read the commercials like, oh, yeah, you get a fucking light bright for $39.99. The drunk guy up in the booth. <laughs> I was watching that thinking it would be cool to get the host, Jeff Edwards, at PRGE, but I learned that he passed away. Oh, rest in peace. Womp, womp. Who's, okay. it, who's, uh, Bob, who's Bob Barker's announcer guy that passed away as well? Could be that guy. He was up in the booth who'd announce everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he sounded real drunk. Rod Roddy? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Rod Roddy. <laughs> Rowdy Rod Roddy. George Jordy. Rod Roddy. It's George Jordy. But yeah, we were playing those the other night. That was fun. Yeah, I need to Just start, have them on I need to in start the watching background. those before like, they get hey, rid of them. Those guys are playing video games, too. Do we want to talk about updates? Yeah, I think we're yep. going to move to game room updates. You want to go first, Brandon? No. Go first. I have a lot of updates. Um... Uh, Remember last last episode, I was actually listening to it today to get an idea of what we talked about because it's been one M since we last talked. Three and, M uh, or oh, three M? than that. Yeah, three M. Probably uh, three M. They make good tape. Remember last episode, I was saying that I fixed the the uh, X Y pots on Havoc, and I said I said in that episode that it was a temporary fix, and yeah, it was. <laughs> it was temporary. <laughs> I think it lasted like two hours. Of <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, I really need to replace that. It's like the uh, 10K pots for the X and Y. Wow, those are some expensive pots. Yeah, 10K. Yep. (laughs) 10K. Fuck. 10K, man. You can buy a whole game for that much. Almost a Havoc. Maybe two. Uh, Omega Race. I worked on Omega Race. Um, I was just getting squiggly vectors. Nothing was going. Turns out 
that one of the original sockets that I forgot to replace in the uh, 2114 RAM was hosed. Uh, so I just basically redid all the sockets and uh, threw a new RAM that I got from Ian. And it works. And that was it. That was the... Badass. That was the fix for Omega Race. Nice fix. I think Ian supplies all of us with parts. Yeah, that's true. If you need a party. Like, Ian, you have a... It was one of the... You know, in Omega Race... 27 CO40s. <laughs> yeah. The Omega <laughs> Race... that one. Uh, test menu where it gives you the beeps and then you just look in the manual for like the RAM location. Yeah. Well, it's pretty obvious that if it beeps every single location that it's the first one. So it was like actually the first and second sockets that were toast. And then uh, I kind of did some work on pole position, but not really. Um, I got a, actually got a free board from a local collector. That free was a, board! Woo! We need a free board, Jif. Or not like, Jif, sound. A wave. <laughs> yeah. The song, right? By Aerosmith. What is it? Free board. Free board? Yeah. That's the song? Yeah. Yeah, you always yell it out at yeah. a concert. You want yeah. the band free to play board. it. Can free you, board! Can, can you add that to the... Like a snippet. Yeah, we absolutely can. How dare you to holler out Freebird? <laughs> Freebird! 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 And it was a nicer shape than mine, so I was happy, plugged it in, didn't work. <laughs> yeah. you, you already said it was a pole position board. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So where, where'd I, you get a free pole position board from? Envision Dan, local oh, collector yeah. Envision Dan, had four pole position boards. Damn, that's a lot uh, of pole position boards. He has the Namco cockpit. Yeah, oh, he's I got that cool thing. one. He and won. so yeah. he actually had a spare Namco board as well. Damn. But um, that's completely different. It uses yeah. Molex connectors on the PCB instead of... Bullshit. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I, I rebuilt the whole battery backup area with new transistors, resistors, everything. Threw in a new uh, NVRAM, and it's just still the same shit. So... I don't know. I think that one was an easier starting point than the one that I have. Uh, so it should be pretty easy. Mine was working, so I left it on for six hours, and now it doesn't work again. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, does it at least boot, though, or is it just garbage? No, it was working fine, and then I think it went back to garbage. I don't know. Fuck. Kicking it out. But I think it was just, I think it's just something easy. I was going to, the same time before that, I returned the fluke back to you <laughs> Yeah. before that repair party. Uh, so I probably want to borrow it back now to yeah. test out the Z80 stuff at least. Yep. Uh, another thing that I, well, we kind of, me and Ian worked on, Ian helped me move all my games into his garage. Yeah. Cause I'm moving. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rule one, bitch. <laughs> what? New house. Yeah. Rule one. <laughs> <laughs> new, new house. Getting a new house. So uh, yeah, I nice. got a new house. Uh, I'm going to actually have a, a space for games. Uh, not very big, but but should be able to hold everything in a few more. And uh, but it was pretty fun. We you had your ratty trailer with moss, yeah, moss on it, and uh, good strap games on it. Hundred and seventy dollar trailer. <laughs> we we did uh, two games at a time. We put one game in the back and then strapped on the trailer, drove to Ian's house, threw him in the garage, rinsed and repeated like I think three times, and then uh, yeah. Now, yeah. Ian's garage is, has more uh, better games than in his game room now. It's so. fucking packed, man. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I got I got two dedicated major havocs in my garage, <laughs> and please don't look up my address. <laughs> uh, yeah, the my favorite part of that was the pole position cockpit, <laughs> where man, g- getting that onto the trailer was quite an operation, and we finally. Uh, 
ended up tipping it up onto the back corner, and then Brandon just uh, balanced it there, <laughs> held it up, balanced, and then I backed the trailer underneath <laughs> it, and then we back and, up and, and get set this it load. gently down. And, and I was and like, I, I went and took a picture of him just holding it. I was like, I'm going home now. <laughs> <laughs> just it was like later. A, it's like a fucking Roadrunner cartoon or something. <laughs> it's like when they balance the game on like little triangle deal. Uh, I knew there was going to be a delay for me telling you to stop when you were backing up, so I, I said it a little early. Yeah, just no, in case you didn't hear me. No, nope, it was so good. The game didn't go on top of me because you're holding perfect. the game. So yeah. theoretically, he can ram into the game. Yeah. And like yeah. knock it into you yes. and knock you over and put the game on top of you. You could have done yeah. that. Yeah. That would have been that would have been good. <laughs> <laughs> so you're wise to go a little early yeah. with the stop. Then yeah, it was it, good. It worked out well. Yeah. During this process I also learned that Omega Race is the cheapest fucking cabinet. Oh yeah, those yeah. things are made of like cardboard. It's literally cardboard. Like yeah. when you're strapping it down, there's like dents it'll, in the side of the cabinet. It'll bend, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um but it, Everything survived. I took a lot of the PCBs out because I'm always paranoid about that. I know a lot of people don't do that when they move games, but I always remove the PCBs. Huh, I never have. Oh, I also have never done that. Yeah. I know you guys always say that. I'd but be more likely to fuck I mean, them up moving them out of the game. Yeah. When they're in the game, they got a nice big box all around them. I yeah. think, yeah, I think if they're secured properly, it's fine. But um, most like, of them are just like slid in there, though. Yeah. In a lot, yeah. Well, usually it, there's a you know a screw to screw it down. It depends. Yeah, I, I try to <laughs> None keep of it. my games. Most of my games don't even have back yeah. doors. <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> fucking PCB slides out on eighty second. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I've seen a couple of Pac-Mans where they're missing a couple of the uh, little PCB mounts. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That shit'll like it just pop right. Yeah, up. right. So it has like the bottom part and then the harness <laughs> holding it upright. <laughs> That's how my uh, cocktail was that I had. Yeah. I think my Pac-Man is that way. It's got two, and it really should have three. Yeah. Yeah, it's got, like, one side and the bottom. Oh, God, we're going to die. We're, yeah, episode's over. Just keep uh, going, guys. That was good. Really appreciate the help. Um, yeah. I don't know sure. anyone else with a fucking trailer, so. Yeah. Well, um, you hardly know me with a trailer. Yeah. Well, okay. I hardly have a trailer. It, it's, yeah. yeah, it's the shittiest trailer, but it was 170 bucks, and I was it's like, been way helpful. I was like, is this thing going to work, or what? Yeah, What's the fun. deal here? It's good shit. People give me the side eye when I try to load shit up on it, but it's, all, <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I did. The only game that I actually have left that's not really a game is the Mega Touch that's in the house now, and a while back, the f- fucking, there's like this tantalum cap. I think it is, uh, in front of the flyback, it exploded. And there's like these little metal foil flakes all over my living room. Oh, wow. They like, because like right next to the flyback, there's two fans that point up. <laughs> and they're just fucking blue, like the cap pieces all over the place. And uh, so there's like five or six little foil pieces and they're like perfect squares. I'm like, what the fuck is this stuff? And then I, confetti. And I realized that there's like a perfectly squared chunk blown out of that cap. Wow. And, uh, I guess long story short, I was able to source a flyback from someone that still sells Mega Touch parts on eBay, Damn. and uh, he sold it to me. Tested working, of course. You know, used pole because it's those crappy uh, Chinese chassis that are just—they don't even make them. There's no, there's no replacement flybacks at all. And so, I desoldered that flyback, put the new one in. Same exact issue. I and I, of course, I replaced the tail cap. Got the tantalum cap from uh, Dylan. 
then I was like, well, shit, what is it? And then I saw an email the guy back. I was like, so do you have a chassis? <laughs> Spare to give it to you for uh, shipping costs. Wow. And uh, Wow, that's cool. Except yeah, for the cool. fact that he chose UPS and it took oh. like 15 days to get here. <laughs> I'm like, dude. Hate and I'm like, UPS. I'm like, will you use UPS, USPS? He's like, no, I'm not going to use USPS for $5 savings. I'm like, okay, fine. And, uh, and I finally got it and I noticed that it was the same chassis he took the fly back out that he sold me. I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> and I was like, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> I was like, well, I should have just asked for a, do you have a spare fucking complete chassis? And I was like, <laughs> but luckily he sold me that for just the price of shipping. He didn't that's like really charge cool. me. Yeah. yeah. And then I noticed that it said, uh, and permanent marker on the side where the flyback installs. Bad. It said, good. Oh, And I'm like, I'm, I'm set. I, I know that if I put this in now that it's good. Because if it ever says good, it's just like, that's forever, right? right. And then yeah. it says good. Yeah, it's permanent marker, right? <laughs> yeah. That's why it's in permanent marker. <laughs> so I put the flyback in. You know, I, I married that flyback back that he separated to sell me. And uh, it worked. Wow. And then... Uh, but disassembling that thing is a nightmare. There's like there's no wiggle room at all, and they are and, packed in there. They're oh, quite yeah. a marble of engineering that yeah. fit all that shit in there. And uh, so basically, like taking it in and out, like I don't know, like I think I took that chassis out like five or six times, just checking components. And during that time, I just I fucked up the neckboard pot so many times that now the colors are all toast, and I gotta. I got to spend some time and dial them back in. So I don't think I have any parts. I used to have a pile of parts saying I gave them all to somebody. You know, yeah. He's got a spare chassis now. Yeah. Oh, you well, have we, a spare we chassis. We have the same That's one. Right. We have the same exact Mega Touch. The yeah. Yeah. That's right. Mine still smells like smoke. I was noticing somebody wanted me to get Damn. into it to change oh, that shit off. Oh, the, the, uh, put the, the nudie games on. The clock was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I yeah. uh, I couldn't remember. I'm like, oh, you go, you open this up, and I'm like, damn, this thing still smells like smoke. Like fucking 15 years later, or whatever. That's nuts. Yeah. You know what's yeah. even worse is that, um, you know how you can enable and disable games and the options. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. So you can like enable Kid Zone or the nudie games, right? Not both. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <that'd be> <laughs> 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 hey, kids, should choose the the light side or the dark side. Uh, teach your kids a lesson. Uh, <laughs> uh, just bring that to sex ed class yeah um, and I noticed that on the uh, there's a screensaver if you don't play the game and it cycles through the games there's a game called Battleship it's it's like a knockoff of you know Battleship the, yeah, the game yeah. board uh-huh. and it, it always displays that every once in a while and it's one of the games on that two, I have the 2011 version and it's one of the games that you can enable or it came out um, but there's no way to enable it Huh. It's it's like a game that that they advertise that you cannot you can't play. Yeah, well, they got sued for trademark infringement. That could yeah. be it. So they got. So I'm wondering if that's in the newer versions because it looks really cool. But yeah. I was I was pissed. Yeah, sounds but like it would be. When the Mega Touch was down for so long, it it actually reset a bunch of stuff, and that that game actually played on the attract mode. And I'm like, fuck! I want to play that game. <laughs> can't do it. Yeah, can't do I can't it. can't think I've ever Smega seen touch. that one. Smegma yeah. Touch. Yeah. Uh, and I think the only other th- update that I had is we went to Quarter World uh, for my birthday, and I got to hand it to them that I, r- I really like that place. I, I was I was put off by the whole steampunk steampunk theme that they were they were talking about when they were opening it, but um, I really like the atmosphere. Is this the first time you went? Yeah, 
Um, I liked the atmosphere. I liked, I don't know, that's about it, but. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like that, that pinball and not playing on the arcade game. I liked when the game went down, there was like someone that just appeared that was just had the game propped open and they're fixing it. Yeah. You know, they, they that's cared, a good feature. They cared about their bottom line. And uh, the thing that I didn't like was the admission charge. I think yeah. that's kind of stupid. Did you guys not go into the other bar area where I, the other we, pinballs are? I, I, I didn't. I forgot. I did not go in there because I didn't realize it was a thing. And also, I had my kids with me and I could not oh, right. take them 21 into the bar. Plus. So, yep. What do they have in there? More well, pins. I know there's pins. a medieval madness in there and there's yeah. a scared stiff, I think. I was pissed. I love scared there's stuff. There's that one that's like a rock... Is it the Who? Do they have a, a Tommy over uh, there? I think or something. Maybe oh. I don't know. Yeah, they got one kind of cool one. That's uh, maybe it's Guns and Roses. I don't know. Maybe Junkyard over there. I think. Mm. Could be. <laughs> yeah, the and the other side's darker too. Was it still bright where you were? Pretty, yeah, pretty bright. There's a yeah. I didn't like that. So you can find your either. kids, I guess. Demolition Derby over there too. Four oh, player. There, yeah. What? Yeah. It's uh, it's Dan's old one though. Yeah. Is it? It still doesn't really? work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you can still pay you fifty cents to play. It's all jacked up, you know. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. But they they had some cool games. They had some not cool games. Um, they had that big Space Invaders. Yeah, that was thing that that we played a lot. We we did good. Yeah, yeah. I think I got the world record on that game. <laughs> they had a they had a couple of good pins. That was really got a chance to play the Star Wars pin for a while. And God, I hate it. And though. it sucks. I hate it so much. And they had the dialed in also. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like dialed in. I'm a fan now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I played it for fine. the first time, PRGE, and then I played it at Ground Control. I like it. It's clearly the best Jersey Jack pen, but... It's a low bar. Yep. Yeah, I like that place. Um, they had they had Tubin. We played Tubin. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't seen that game in the wild for a while. Um, and they had a... Oops. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> they had a credit system where you could actually pay oh, on yeah. your phone, and if you're like near the game somehow, it would figure like it out. Like a Bluetooth deal, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was pretty wild. you still have credits on that thing? Probably. You could probably press start on the game right now. <laughs> I think you have to be next to it. What was that game that I was playing? Was it was it uh, one of the stern Batman games where I couldn't get the fucking multi... Oh, no, X-Files. Was it X-Files? Oh, yeah, the, the Sega. Yeah, that game was horrible. No, I like that game. That game is good. So cheap that, looking. Like, big fuck off, like, curved translate. That's oh, good God. shit. Fuck off, translate. Yeah. Wasn't Batman like that too? The old all the Sega, all the Sega, all the Sega ones were, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I like I liked the place, and it was it was fun to play some of the newer stuff. Wasn't there like a was it a uh, was it Attack from Mars? Did yeah, something the, happened with that. Yeah, I was. Uh, they had the like Attack from Mars remake, premium, limited, whatever the fuck. Oh, the uh, fake one. Yeah, yeah, the new one. Uh, and made so by I, Stern. Yeah, so I wanted to play that to just compare it to the original one. And, uh, man, those things, <laughs> that thing was lit up fucking brighter than the sun. Like, it was it was too bright. The play field or like... The- I, I just mean there was so much fucking light in it. It was was way overlit, in uh. my opinion. Um, so I paid, I don't know, 75 cents or whatever, some fucking ridiculous amount of money, and launched the ball, and it immediately got stuck. Like, it literally, like, it went up into the rollovers and was instantly (laughs) stuck. And then I was looking at the flipper, and, like, the left flipper was all jacked up and didn't work. And I was like, well, (laughs) 
I went and I fucking asked for my money back and they gave it to me and via Bluetooth. And then they no, <laughs> and dropped quarters. And uh and then they had someone out there working on it and I got to look inside it where it looked all fucked up because there's like one so, giant ass PCB mounted underneath the playfield. Yeah, with that's it, on it which with is, all the lights and everything. Yeah. You can't like replace a light, a lamp. Yeah, yeah, it's all on the PCB. It's pretty wild. So they're like uh, the PCB mount LEDs, surface mm-hmm. mount. Oh, yeah, surface, yeah, surface mount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Fuck, whole dude. thing. Yep. Isn't that what Atari did on their pinballs? They mounted all the PCBs underneath the. Uh, they did do that, and they mm-hmm. had all sorts of problems with you know the screw. The screw would like fall down onto the PCB. Oh, I hope they learned their lesson. Well, so the that. The game logic isn't there. It's just like, it's a PCB that just has the fucking lights Light. mounted on it. Oh, okay. It's, uh, I don't know, man. I would prefer to have an original. I feel oh, like. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. You just, I think that's been proven. That, 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 right. that, that shit right, is man. just going to be so hard to repair. And, uh, you know, it's just all the stuff, all the old 90s stuff has stood the test of time. You know, you can fix that shit. It's fine. So, yeah, I don't know. I, it, the thought of, like, replacing... I, and the thing is, like, four square fucking feet. It's huge. A fucking LED goes out and you replace that whole thing. That seems ridiculous to me. I know it's they like have large three. Pizza. They think, you know, you don't have to replace or whatever. I don't give a shit. It's fucking... It's way, way out of fucking proportion for, like, a lamp goes out. You got to replace that. It's ridiculous. I can have that shit on your workbench. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking pull it. I had one uh, one operator, uh, Chris was telling me that he thinks they get dimmer over time. You know, you say it was so bright. Um, he, he he claims that those, uh, that the newer, yeah, Attack from Mars, that the lamps actually, like you can tell mm. that they're not as bright. Like eventually they'll be dim or something and huh. then you replace the whole board. So I, I'm speaking yeah. of like the above playfield lighting. Oh, okay. Which, like, yeah. the, I, I, like the entire, everywhere. yeah, I, I, I don't know exactly what setup they had because like i was literally blinded looking at the thing wow. but it blinded was with you, science. it was w- way over the fucking top <clears throat> uh, so i didn't actually even get to play it because literally two seconds into my first game the machine did not work at all real nice uh, yeah I, I think it's been proven that those new remakes aren't people don't want those they yeah. want uh, they want the original I, mean, <clears throat> I think people want them no if someone buy one of those f- people fucking prg man I don't know. I, I hope they make more just because uh, I think the market could use it. But, uh, you know, I'm always going to prefer an original. Always. Yeah. If it'll drive down the prices of originals. Yeah, that's a good point. I think. Yeah, keep making them. My my feeling is that it hasn't driven it down, but it's kept them from going up more. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> <You're> fucking. <laughs> <laughs> fucking God. A, Brandon. Got <laughs> uh. your work cut out for you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> All those hiccups are staying in. Yeah. It's part of the show, man. In the but show, I, part of the show. I really like, fuck. I really like uh, Quarter World. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I and the fact that it's not downtown is a is a draw. Yeah, that's because I hate fucking going downtown, dude. I hate parking down there. It sucks. Yeah, it was nice because uh, ride your bike, man. My my uh, old bike. My old office was two blocks from Ground Control, and that was pretty convenient. But uh, yeah, not so much if I just want to roll down there. What do you got, Ian? Oh me uh i've just been working on my pinball machines um so bram stoker's got that put back together um i did a shitload of work on that i put in cliffy protectors i replaced all of the plastics uh just once i got down in there so many of them were busted up or fucked up so all new plastics all the way around um had leds in it when i got it but they were some like old and shitty ones and they were 
really poorly matched with different areas of the game. So I swapped all of those out. So it's all, um, I think, a lot better LEDs. Uh, I don't think it's too over the top. There's there's definitely some purple. Maybe I'll swap some out. <laughs> but I think I've got it to a point where it's pretty reasonable. It's not way over the top. It's good. You know, re- rebuilt the flippers, new flippers. Uh, this is something I do on any game that has lightning flippers is I just put normal size flippers on it. Um, lightning flippers suck shit. You're a pussy. Yeah, whatever. They're my machines. What's the difference? I don't know the difference. Shorter. Light, lightning flippers are one eighth of an inch shorter. <laughs> oh, okay. So on both Doctor Who and Bram Stoker's, the, the machines were designed for standard flippers and then they got swapped out with lightning flippers just prior to release to increase earnings. Uh, and so it makes it really hard to hit some of the shots on that tape on those games. So yeah, I just put normal size flippers on those. You'd think that an eighth of an inch wouldn't really make a difference, but it does, doesn't it? It makes a huge difference. I mean, so <laughs> you should got, put one, one light on one side. And then <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a quarter inch more gap in the drain. And, uh, you know, a lot of times you'll be, oh, yeah. you know, something will be heading close to down the drain and, uh, you know, you'll hit just the tip of the flipper, you know, slap it and then flip it back up onto the other one. And, uh, you know, it, it, it'll drain a lot more with that. That game still drains a shitload, even set pretty easy, but uh, definitely like hitting the uh, like big ramp shot on the left is a lot easier with the standard flippers. So yeah, that's in really good shape. I still have a couple things I want to work on on it because uh, I think it's impossible that there's never anything to work on on a pinball machine. I've never had one <laughs> like that. There's all, there's always something. It is. Yeah, that's um, and then on my Medieval Madness, I put some Cliffy protectors on that, and I had one of the jet bumpers uh, was not firing, and I ended up being both a driver transistor on the driver power board and the coil was toasted. Jeez. So I swapped both those out and that's working good again. Um, so I have some switches I need to change out on that. But yeah, I kind of cleaned it up because uh, there was some crap on the play field from getting played. Well, I've been playing both of those pretty pretty good. So that's been real nice. And then Fluke Talk. Uh, <laughs> fluke Talk. Fluke dog. Yeah, so I finally have the last piece for my Fluke 9100 setup, which is the programmer's keyboard. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, so this is a PC-style keyboard, and I fucking snaked this new old stock off eBay for 35 bucks, which is fucking unheard of. I mean, I've literally never even seen one of these for sale before. Complete luck out on that. There, It turns out, the reason I got it is because there are two different versions of the keyboard. There's an earlier version and a later version. This is the later version. Even just finding pictures of the early version, which is more common, is uh, way difficult. So if you look around, there are some pictures of it. I have never seen a picture of the later version. So I wasn't completely sure what I was looking at, but I suspected it was the right thing. And then uh, I dug around in some manuals because uh, the eBay listing had a part number on it. And I found the part number in the Fluke manual. And I like fucking smashed the buy it now button so hard <laughs> that my trackpad like fucking Exploded. caved in my desk. Exploded. Yeah. Is that the lightning flipper version? or? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was really cool, um, and I plugged that in, and it works great. So uh, that's just fucking over the moon happy about finding that, especially, I, I mean, literally brand new. You know, you can tell it's never been used, wow. um, and a version that has not been documented. So I took some good pictures of that. Um, has an EEPROM on it, 
So it's uh, based on an 8051 microcontroller, which was used in a lot of keyboards, and it has an external EEPROM that has the program on it. And this is second sourced by a company called Keytronic. So I have some hope that some of their other keyboards can be modified to work with the 9100, which would be awesome. So I got to go dump that EEPROM. Unfortunately, for whatever reason, they soldered it onto the PCB instead of socketing it. So that's really annoying, and I kind of don't want to fuck with it, but I'll probably fuck with it just to dump a copy of that and see. Maybe we can get some more flute keyboards out there. Wow, but, very cool. Yeah, super stoked about that. Uh, that means I can program it and uh, make it do all of the cool shit that I've been wanting to do. But yeah, that's like, I think, two years to piece together that system. Uh, I've bought two different flukes. Uh, one, just because it had the video card in it, which is hard to find. One was a uh, completely new old stock, uh, new inbox setup, uh, and then the keyboard, and then a monitor, and then the video cable for it and yeah a shitload of work on that uh, really stoked to have that finally complete so yeah that's all i got that's a bitchin fucking keyboard man flute talk, right? <laughs> flute yeah. talk. got its own program i've never heard someone talk so passionately about I, a keyboard I'm, dude i'm into keyboards i got you know i know i use my daily keyboard is one i built from a kid it's fucking badass there you go so i've been working on some stuff i actually picked up a game I got myself a root beer tapper from a local collector. Kind of a shell of a root beer tapper. It does have a working board set, a monitor, cabinet, harness. Uh, Seems pretty complete. The control panel has seen better days. It was cut out to be a three-button, two-joystick. Asshole game. (laughs) Mame, whatever. I don't know what was in it. Yeah, a lot of Jamma game something. Yeah, Jamma something or other. It's called Fapper. Um so I'd really like to get a new control panel if I could find one. There's no, no joysticks came with it, so I don't have any tap handles. don't yeah. have any of the two-way joysticks. The front has a big old crack in it, so I need to take <laughs> that whole panel off, um, route out a new one, and put some new artwork on it. But I'm excited for this project because I've been wanting yeah. a tapper, and I always thought that I'd get a butt tapper, but this one came up, and I was like, well, I'm more into root beer anyways. So I think a root beer tap would be kind of cool. And the side art on this one is really nice. And, um, yeah, the cabinet's in good shape. It's rare. It's, ra- it's rarer. You don't see root beer tapper very often. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited about this one. So that'll maybe be a bit of a winter project if it if I can get out in the cold garage and do some work on it. So that's the game that has been added. So possibly one of the games might may be leaving, which would probably be the Mortal Kombat. I'm going to see if I can maybe move that one down the line because the garage is getting a little full. Unfortunately, the monitor on that game went out, is currently in vertical collapse. That's and fine. So I was troubleshooting that, and I'm hoping that it's a IC that uh, I ordered today, but it's on the slow boat from China, so it won't be here for a couple of weeks. <laughs> Um, so we'll see if that actually fixes that or not. But I did work on another monitor that I got free from Blair Alley. Our friend Kenny J went down there and he said there was a pallet full of monitors. And I was like, hey, grab me one of them monitors. It was a Geo 7, which Brandon really likes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was trying, it wasn't working, so I was trying to rebuild it so I'd put a new flyback on it and I was attempting some other fixes and when we were at the repair party before PRGE Envision Dan showed up with a van full of parts that he was just giving away 
And he's like, hey, I've got this uh, Geo 7 chassis here that was working fine until the flyback blew up. And I was like, well, I've got oh, this. Shit, I remember that. I got this new flyback here. That was that, you. That uh, I just put on this chassis, so let me take it off of here and put it on yours. And sure enough, fired right up. Nice. Yeah. So I took that monitor and put it in my Battletoads cabinet and replaced that 20EZ that was super dim. And even though oh, this monitor yeah. has a severe centipede burn on it, it looks a lot better than the 20 Easy did. So. I can play streaker now. And can play streaker. Oh yeah. 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 You can totally see the streak. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, I uh, I snaked two K seven thousands from Blair Alley off nice. those pallets. Yeah, they they had, uh, yeah, like three or four pallets of just monitors piled up there. Yep. Uh oh yeah, that Geo seven though that you had there at the repair party. Mm-hmm. I think I know what was wrong with it after the fact. No, yeah, well, I still got that yeah. chassis. Yeah, I think, uh, and I have a the monitor I had the tube I had to take since I took that chassis was this even more severely burned uh, missile command tube. Oh man, I still got that tube sitting yeah. in the back shed. Good ones. Yeah, missile command. You got burns a Pac-Man like, you yeah. can do too. I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, fuck, man. Arkanoid, right? Got to get an yeah, Arkanoid. There you go. <laughs> Arkanoid. I'm sorry. I all the burn all the time. Worst burn games. I started yes. throwing those ones out. Like, really? Yeah. Come centipede. On, or, yeah. They're just too burnt. You still get a darker and darker Plexi. I'm going to sell a Plexi replacement for the games with a nasty burn, like my Centipede Extra Dark Bezel. Speaking of dark <laughs> Plexi, I just picked up some dark Plexi today, actually. Oh, yeah? Yep. I'm working on a. Uh, Rockola eyes that I picked up from a, um, a new person to our local uh, list, our email list, Portland Arcade Collectors, and uh, they had this Rockola eyes that we, they were never going to get around to, um, needed full restoration, and uh, price was right, and I was like, oh, you know what, I'm kind of bored, I need a project, and I've, I've never had a Rockola game before, and I do like eyes, and uh, they're kind of quirky, odd cabinets and a kind of a quirky odd story so i'll go check it out and i'm like yeah it's pretty much complete so um i picked it up it had been converted to who knows what it had um these like bootleg turtles on the side but they weren't ninja turtles they it was it said like turtle fire or something i've never even heard of this i don't i have no idea what this was and they were stuck on the side uh, they had painted over. It appears that they had um, put like three stripes of tape on the side and then painted the whole thing black and then peeled off those three stripes of tape to make some nice, you know, jaunty stripes and then uh, peeled off the original Rockola side art up at the top to make kind of a nice uh, triangle gotta pattern have sp- there. Gotta have spots for those turtles, man. <laughs> I guess. And then randomly like slap these turtles <laughs> all over the place. And then the the um, marquee itself was all sticky, like whatever marquee just stuck over the original eyes marquee. So I just um, you know had to like wash off sticky stuff with like goo gone. They peeled it. They they like slapped a sticker on top of the original marquee. The whole marquee was covered in adhesive. <laughs> I, oh. I don't know the the whatever was on there was gone, but the adhesive remained. It's turtle know? juice. Yeah, so I had to just <laughs> like goo gone the whole thing, and uh, the um, the bezel had been like graffiti, like you know where people like scratch graffiti. I hate you know? that shit. Yeah, so it had that. So I actually said, well, 
you know, I'll just sand that shit out and then bring it back. So there I actually sanded it all the way down to where the scratches were gone and then just um, sanded it with finer and finer sandpaper uh, until I got to where then I was polishing it with a rubbing compound, buffing compound. Um, That's a lot of work. Back to the Novus. It wasn't that bad. I just kind of methodically did it. You know, I did it in a night. That was a plex buzzy. Plex, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You couldn't do it with glass, but it uh, it all came back. You know, I was oh. I was like, huh, that's cool. That's impressive. I thought you just uh, rolled down to see Rich and got some repro shit. I did do that. I did. I tried the CPO, to, right? Yeah, I tried to do the CPO, but it was too trashed, and I started using like too much harsh chemicals on it to clean it, and it um, started making it crack. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll have to get a CPO. And then I did get the side art from him too, because the side arts are just like those yeah. small triangles up at the top. I'm like, yeah, that'll look good. I was actually looking at that side art that you put on there, and do you know there's two versions? I do, and I yeah. know the the reason for the two versions, yeah? too. What is it? Well, Rockola had so many shitty games that they needed that larger version <laughs> so they could cover up the side art from oh. a shitty game like <laughs> like Fantasy. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's so the larger one is to cover up something else that didn't sell or the smaller somebody one. wouldn't buy. The smaller one's the dedicated one. It yeah. looks better. I like it too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the larger one, it's, it's, like anno- it's annoying because uh, no, none of the edges line up with any of the edges of the cabinet. Yeah. It's like a little triangle at the top. Yeah. And it yeah. doesn't match anything. And then even the vertical edges don't match up with the cabinet. It's really fucking annoying looking. And uh, yeah, it was, um, I think uh, Fantasy had art that could be covered with that sticker and maybe Warp Warp, pi- warp, warp maybe Pioneer yeah. Balloon, did it yeah. have its own I art? Think it I think yeah. that could be covered up with that sticker. So that's the bigger stuff was to cover it up. And, they can't just uh, fucking peel it off, lazy fucks. <laughs> it's not. I think they maybe were doing them at the factory because I don't know if you guys ever played fantasy but it really seems like a piece of shit i mean yeah, yeah. i remember playing that it's, it's, at uh thomas peter uh he, he has one. Oh, really yeah, yeah he has a cabinet oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, awesome. awesome. I played it for 30 seconds yeah i wonder if it's one of the worst you have been games on ever. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh another stupid thing it. with the rockola cabinets is um in the front uh the the side of the cabinet they routered out the side for the front panel to fit in nice and tight. But what that does, it makes it actually very weak where the um, – you, you imagine the T-molding, you've cut into the edge of this wood, and then now you've cut that same piece of wood from the from the inside of it. So it's like very thin hmm. and weak. So they're usually like just totally broken out, and this was like that on one side. So – I had to um, glue lots of glue and clamp it together, and then kind of rebuild the shape with bondo, and uh, hopefully it will it will hold up. But yeah, it's a it's a poor design how they they routered into the side of a piece of wood that already has a a slot cut into it, so it makes it very very thin and weak. Hmm. Uh, so there was that cabinet repair. Coin door wasn't bad. Got to clean that up. Uh, trim cleaned up and then this was the first cabinet I'd ever done laminate because yeah. you have so so little of the side is like covered with art you just basically have a big bright white side and I didn't want to sit there and sand forever on it 
Uh, and uh, one of our local collectors, Kyle, was doing some, he wanted to do some laminate on a Tron, and he had a bunch of stuff ready to go, the glue and the rollers and such. So I found some white laminate and uh, headed over to his place. Brian was over there, and we laminated our cabinets, and it was um, it was pretty easy, really. It was easier than sanding and painting, that's for sure. Um, basically, just have a clean surface, relatively smooth. I mean, you can leave scratches, just gouges you would want to be removing. And, um, eh, there's videos out there. Do you even you need see to, how to laminate things. Do you even need to remove gouges, though? Because isn't it thick enough to cover? Like, if you had a gouge in the edge, like... Oh, well, yeah, the edge, yeah, but, you, like... You need to do that. Uh, it... I, I'm not sure, because it's pretty thin. It, you know, it can, um, con... I think it can con- contour to relatively big, you know, voids. And it could maybe crack as well if there's a big void underneath it. Um, you know, it's not like the glue is going to fill in where there isn't anything. Yeah. So I, I did fill in any larger voids for sure. Hmm. And is that outrun cabinet? Is that laminated? You think? Outrun? That one that I'm looking at right there, that red one. Oh, it's very smooth. It looks like it would be laminated. Yeah. Outrun two. Outrun two. Sorry. Come on, man. But, uh, yeah, it was surprisingly easy. Um, you know, I think I watched, uh. Somebody else had a video about laminating cabinets. Just watch that one. How much? How much for the to laminate it? How much money? Yeah, how much was the? Pieces? I bought the cheapest laminate I could find. <laughs> I mean, I think Home Depot like delivered me a big enough piece to do both sides for like fifty dollars. Wow, so that's I was like, pretty oh, good. Yeah, I was like, that's good. But I think Kyle probably spent like two hundred bucks or something. And I probably wouldn't do it for that, but. But, but it definitely made things a whole hell of a lot easier. Uh, yeah, now you have that resilient finish, too. Yeah, right? yeah. Although I have cracked it. I fucked it up already. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Yeah, like the edges. Yeah, moving it around and stuff. Really? Yeah, yeah. you know, like... Uh, so, and I was sold until a minute ago. Yeah, no, I put... You should, the, I put, you should I mean, edit that shit out. Li- little I mean, tiny cracks, you know. Is you that get. before or after the tea molding was on? I did, yeah, the T-molding's not on, so that that's wire? probably why I'm cracking Come it. on. Yeah, I'm just, you know, throwing it around the garage. You're going to bondo your laminate? Yeah. No, it just, <laughs> has, it just has some little cracks, you know. you got to, like, look real close. Little chips, I guess you could call them. So it's it's good, you know. It still looks it looks great. Yeah. Um, you know, say if you were, like, shoving it into your car, sliding it sideways, and the carpet grabs it and on the corner, and it could rip up a piece. I mean, oh. once it's not glued down all the way. Seems like it's best to do that in place than yeah. where you want it to sit. Yeah, and then probably let it set up before you really mess around with it. Well, I mean... Make sure you got the side sanded flush, I suppose, so there's no yeah. edge to get grabbed onto. Yeah. But no, I, I, I'm, I'm real happy it with it. Looks good. Yeah, and then the monitor that was in it was a 4600. It was missing the cards. <laughs> I just went digging around upstairs, and I found some junky 4600 that had its cards in it, and I, I threw them in there, and, and then the monitor worked. So I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I got a monitor. And, uh, yeah, that was all. And it has eyes burned, so I went down to Tap Plastics and found a piece of dark plexi in the... In the scrap um, bin. Now for, coming back around yeah. now, finally. <laughs> there you go, for eight bucks. <laughs> and uh, put it all together this, yeah. today. Did you get I that was, LASIK uh, on that shit? <laughs> uh, scrap in Portland is another great place for weird shit like that. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's down by Providence Park. All right. All right, so that's long enough about talking about that. 
Nice. We could call it an episode. Yep. Yeah. Um, but the one thing I did want to mention, um, as you notice, we did not do a game of the episode tonight. We are going to kick that to the next episode since we had so much to catch up on tonight. But we were thinking that maybe all you fine listeners would like to play the game along with us. So between now and the next episode, since Jordan just got himself an eyes cabinet, we thought we would play eyes for the next game. So all you lovely listeners out there, fire up your RPICades and your Pac-Man multi-boards and your MAME cabinets and play some eyes and tell us what your score is, tell us what your strategy is. 96 and 1. Arcade SD. We'll see. We'll see how we do, how we fare next week. What settings? Default? Yeah, default settings. Default settings. We're gonna have we're gonna set some standards if other people are gonna. Yeah, they can do what they want. Whatever. Shoot the eyes. Play them. <laughs> Shoot the. Eyes. Shoot the eyes. Shoot all the eyes. Stay on the first screen all day. So uh, yeah, we got some chips going on in the background. <laughs> it's nice. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We'll try to keep it a little more consistent than uh, six months off. But, uh, it's not we'll six see. months. It's three M. We'll see what we can do. Three M. So, uh, oh, we even have more voicemails we haven't gotten. To oh, I'm, gonna, oh yeah. I'm gonna put those at the end. We got some good ones. We okay. got some voicemails coming for you guys next. All right. So let's play some games. See you later. Later. Hello. Your call cannot be taken at the moment, so please leave your message after the tone. Hello. This is Peppy Eye Joe, calling from San Francisco. I just want to let you guys know that I love your podcast. It's even better than the 1848 San Francisco Gold Rush. I would say, out of all the things you've ever experienced, it's the best. It's pure gold! See ya! Hello! It's Peppy Eye Joe again. And I just want to let you guys know about my favorite arcade game. Uh, probably gonna be pot of gold!